Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened on Friday? I think Jehoshaphat, he like questioned God sort of like in some way, something. He I'd... did, but he didn't get smote or nothing. No, that was that was what was concerning is that right. God's like lack of smoting and smiting right. and smitishness. But at the end, um, Eleazar was like, 
because you allied yourself with King Ahaziah, the Lord will destroy your work, and then all his ships like that's right, that's crashed right. and melted. Yeah, they or sunk. God sunk his battleship. Yep. Fuck. Yep. That's some crap, man. Yeah, Eleazar was like, "You're out." God's kind of a dick. God is a dick, but I'm just I mean, saying, I don't want him to sink my battleship. But to be fair, Jehoshaphat was stupid. Well, I mean, end. you know, yeah, I guess whatever. Right. My guess is that he just built shitty ships or somebody <laughs> else sunk them. I'm not really sure, but something happened. Baby, you you can sink my battleship all day. <laughs> I got you pegged. You can peg me. What? On that note, <laughs> uh, we uh, that was Second Chronicles chapter 20. It sure as fuck was. And today we will be reading Second Chronicles chapter 21. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is my favorite part. Ready? Okay, I'm ready. When Jehoshaphat died, <laughs> he, 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 he dead. That's your favorite part? When when one dies and then we have to oh, yeah. read about the next Usually one. they do it at the end of a chapter or end mm-hmm. of a chapter thing. Yep. So that's weird that they waited till the beginning of a chapter to kill them all. Well, again, it's somebody cut these up into stupid that's true. places. That's true. And that's true. and they didn't ask our opinion. Right, right. The they should have. They should have asked our opinion. The better editor. Bible needs a better what editor. The fuck? What? You're creating a song for an editor for the Bible? Yeah. Okay. I, the job position. It's is, open. It's open. Needs filled. Yep. Needs to be filled. Needs sorry. filled, Ohio. Yeah, sorry. Okay, ready? Yeah, so I'm ready. So Jehoshaphat died, right? Yep, he died. And he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Could have guessed that. Right? Yep. Everybody's buried in the city There's of a David. Lot of dead people there. Lots of skeletons in that city. Tabernacle. <laughs> <laughs> Then his son Jehoram became the next king. Good old Jehoram. Jehoram's brothers, you know, the other sons of Jehoshaphat, were Azariah, Jehiel, Zechariah, Azarihu, Michael, and Shephatiah. And all of these were the sons of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. Got it. Okay. I said Jehoshaphat, but it's Jehoshaphat. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That reminds me. I did look up where did... Um, jumping Jehoshaphat come from? Yeah. Nobody fucking knows. Yeah. But it's most likely... We looked that up in a, another Q&A well back. I don't think we did, sir. We did. I don't think we did. Okay. Because the only place that it might have come from is people trying to make up uh, non-cussing cuss words. Yeah. No, I know. We 
we covered that in Did another Q and A. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. <laughs> well, anyway, those guys, their father had given each of them valuable gifts of silver, gold, and costly items. Mm, okay, and also some of Judah's fortified towns. Got you it. You know, I'll give you a town, yeah. give you some silver, whatever. I just want to give me a town. I don't want a town. You don't I don't want a town. I don't want to be in charge of that shit. Mm, okay. Fuck those people. You can always resell it. You Fuck know? that town. You, go, you resell it and get yourself a cottage out in the country, you know? I want to buy a castle. You want a castle? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Don't you think that'd be a little bit drafty? Not my room. No? No, I'll have lots of tapestries and stuff. Oh, okay. And also space heaters and... Got yeah, it. It'll be the best room in the castle. Okay. All right. Okay? Yep. However, he designated Jehoram as the next king because, of course, he was the oldest. Right. And everybody knows that the oldest always gets the top bump. Right. Definitely. But when Jehoram had become solidly established as king, he killed all his brothers and some of the other leaders of Judah. Oh, fuck. I don't remember that. I bet his dad wouldn't have been pleased if he'd have known he was going to do that. Right? Right. Like, just in case. Yeah. Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. Mm. But Jehoram followed the examples of the kings of Israel and was as wicked as King Ahab, for he had married one of Ahab's daughters. Oh, man. You I mean, just how... by marrying one of his daughters makes you a wicked as well, the guy. you so. know how girls are. They're going to lead you astray and make you eat apples and shit. Right, You know, right, they're yeah. baddie, bad, bad, Especially bad. Especially those, those Ahab daughters, mm. you know. Mm. They are so... Ahab was the guy that uh that wasn't he the one that went to war with Jehoshaphat? I think so. And like he was he had the other he was asking the other prophets advice, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So Jehoram did what was evil in the Lord's sight. Of course. But the Lord did not want to destroy David's dynasty, for right. he had made a covenant with David and promised that his descendants would continue to rule, shining like a lamp forever, you know. Can't break that promise to David who's dead. Right. Yeah. During Jehoram's reign, the Edomites revolted against Judah and crowned their own king. Mm. So Jehoram went out with his full army and all his chariots. The Edomites surrounded him and his chariot commanders, but he went out at night and attacked them under cover of darkness. Because back then, they were stupid. Yeah, right, right. And they were like, nobody will attack at night. And God let him win because he needed to preserve I don't David's think, line? I think God was like, you do you. Okay. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. Well, but lose. if he's worried about preserving his line, his line, he needs to make sure he has a kid, right? I guess. I don't know. Before he kills him? I don't, All right. I don't know or yeah. care. Did, did it have to be his? I mean, it could have been one of the other boys had a kid before he died. I suppose that could be too, yeah. Even so, Edom has been independent from Judah to this day. To this day, damn. The town of Libna also revolted about that same time. Mm. All this happened because Jehoram had abandoned the Lord, the God of his ancestors. Or he was a murderous fuck who was killing people left and right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that sounds more likely. I don't right. I don't know if that had anything to do with abandoning the Lord other than he was just a murderous fuck. Right. You know? Like, most of them were back then. Right. Apparently. So, well, yeah. A good number of them, anyway. Right. He had built pagan shrines in the hill country of Judah. Well, that'll do it. And that'll had led the people of Jerusalem and Judah to give themselves to pagan gods Damn. and and to go astray. Man. How oh. how did Jehoshaphat let his son come to this? Uh, he left it to his to oldest son, who was a murdery pagan. You're telling me that before Jehoshaphat died, he had no inkling that his son was this way. Right. Is that what you're telling me? Apparently. Like, what he's worshiping pagan gods, and he murdered all of Jehoshaphat's sons, his brothers. Yeah. 
I mean, like, and Jehoshaphat had no clue this was coming. Right. I mean, you would think you would have seen a little bit of a sign of like you know psychopath in them or something. You know, it's almost like these people had like no ability to look objectively at their children and be like. I love you, but you are one sick son of a bitch. Right, right. Maybe, maybe we're gonna go down a notch on this line of the, of succession here, because. But you know what? Think about it. People today are just like that. They're like, my son could never. I mean, that's true. The oldest is definitely privileged in in some ways, for sure. And fathers cannot see the ill in their sons. They well, refuse to. I don't know about that, but. I know plenty of guys who whose adult sons are complete and utter garbage. Right, right. I know one whose son was a fucking drug addict, piece of shit, and that father is like, he's a good kid. Yeah. Was he? Was right. he? Okay. Right. Then Elijah the prophet wrote Jehoram this letter. This is what the Lord, the God of your ancestor David, says. You have not followed the good example of your father Jehoshaphat, or your grandfather, King Asa of Judah. He probably knew that as he was killing his brothers. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Right. So. Instead, the letter continued, you have been as evil as the kings of Israel. You have led the people of Jerusalem and Judah to worship idols, just as King Ahab did in Israel. Yeah. And you have even killed your own brothers. Did you know that? I mean. Men who were Better than you. Wow. So yeah. now the Lord is about to strike you, your people, your children, your wives, and all that is yours with a heavy blow because God is a really vindictive son of a bitch sometimes. Well, I mean, they're making him sound good here because this guy's obviously a dick. Right. Like, according to how it's written in here. Okay, but really, God's going to punish everybody around you? Maybe right, his, I've never liked that. That's that's his some wives, bullshit. his children, his people. Like, wait, hold on. Can right. I? They probably didn't have much of a choice in this. Yeah, can I just uh, get a character reference on these people real quick? Yeah, I want to read their rap sheet before I go and just you Kill know. Them. Yeah, you yourself. The letter continued will suffer with a severe intestinal disease <laughs> that will get worse each day until you're. Bowels come out. Oh my god. You are literally going to shit your butthole out. Right. right. You are gonna have a prolapsed anus. Like this guy is just calling it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. Then the Lord stirred up the Philistines and the Arabs who lived near the Ethiopians to attack Jehoram. Boom, that happened. They marched against Judah, broke down its defenses, and carried away everything of value in the royal palace, including the king's sons and wives. Mm. Wait, he's trying to preserve, God's trying to preserve the line of David, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Only his youngest son, Ahaziah, was spared. Oh. After okay. all this, the Lord struck Jehoram with an incurable intestinal disease. <laughs> you gotta know I'll be looking that up. The disease grew worse and worse. And at the end of it, two years it caused his bowels to come out, and he died in agony. Dude shit himself to death. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. He had a prolapsed anus. Yeah. His people did not build a great funeral fire to honor him as mm. they had done for his ancestors. No. Because that fire was going to smell like poopy. Question is, though, rhyme right? Have you ever smelled burn poopy? It's not good. Mm. It's not good. Mm-mm. Although, you know, some people use, uh, I, and this is a thing, you can use, like, frozen cow dung as a fire starter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not that uncommon. Like, that's something that people that do in That is something winter, Ohio so. does. Well, I'm just saying. It's a thing. You <laughs> it know? is a thing. Did you know that um, you can also, they're called cow chips. And, yeah. 
And That's basically frozen cow dung. Okay, I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. All Did right. you know that there are contests where you take these frozen cow dung, these cow chips, yeah. and um, you create great pieces of art with them? That's really gross. I know, right? It's like sandcastles for shit people. It literally, that is what it is. They make these pieces of art, like ceramics, you know? Like, oh. Yeah. Only it's oh. shit instead of ceramic. Man, what? Why? But it's not mushy. But it, why? It, like it, it's solid. It yeah. becomes a solid. Like you could put it on your shelf, you know. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, "Oh, that's a neat piece of art," and you're like, "Yeah, it's fucking shit. It's shit. There's shit on my shelf." Right. That's gross. Right. That's not. That's not okay. That's a thing. There what are contests. Really, what if it got really hot in your house? Like the the air conditioner went out one day. <laughs> you got really hot in your house. You put it under the heater. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be nasty. Oh my god! You got, I just you got had, some poopery. I just had the most brilliant idea. I'm gonna send a cow chip, like a piece of decorated cow chip art, to mm-hmm. somebody that I really hate. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. That is a great idea. It's inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. His people did not build a great funeral fire to honor him as they had done for his ancestors. The question is, did they bury him in the city of David? I have no idea. Oh, okay. It doesn't even say. Maybe they just tossed him aside and threw him in a ditch. Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years. No one was sorry when he died. Is that what it says? They buried him in the city of David, but not... In the royal cemetery, the end. We'll show you. You get to be buried in the same city as all the rest of the kings, but not in the royal cemetery. You get to be buried over here, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That'll show him. He learned. He learned his lesson in death there, for sure. He did. I know. know? He's mad. He's spinning in his non-royal cemetery grave. Right? Yeah. Bad. Bad king. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's all i got that's all i got too i made you laugh that's all i got <laughs> all right that, that was second chronicles chapter 21 sure as fuck was and we'll be back tomorrow with second chronicles chapter 22 hopefully shitless right we'll see you guys then bye husband wife do you remember what happened yesterday uh yeah jehoram got power and killed all his brothers and then worshiped pagan gods and he killed his brothers for like no fucking reason he was already made king by his dad yeah yeah and then he uh he lasted about eight years and then died but my favorite line from that chapter was no one was sorry when he died no not no no one no one no one was sorry not no one not no, no how. how yeah that <laughs> So uh, that was Second Chronicles chapter twenty one. Sure as fuck was. And today we're getting into Second Chronicles chapter twenty two. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter twenty two. Okay. <laughs> I just want to see if I could do a sing. You did. You made Out of it. the you, numbers. You did it. You, I saw. It's done. Yeah. It's been done. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. It wasn't very good, but <laughs> I just, I don't know. I thought maybe we were talking, we were starting like a monk chant or something. No, just every once in a while, I just like to make noise, hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, every uh, once in a while. Huh? Just only every once in a while? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then. Then. 
the people of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, Jehoram's youngest son, their next king. Yay, no more murderous fuck. Since the marauding bands who came with the Arabs had killed all the older sons. Son of a... Remember, wait, what? they had killed all of his sons. Oh, that's one. right. They left the youngest. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. somebody, somebody had to carry on the David line. Right. And it better be the youngest one because he doesn't know what the fuck his dad did. He did the baby. He wasn't, he wasn't trained. He did the baby. He wasn't trained he by the idiot. No, he did the baby. Right. So Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, reigned as king of Judah. Mm-hmm. Ahaziah was not a baby. Oh, shit. He was 22 years old when he became king. Damn. That's a grown up. That's not a baby. That is a grown up. He has no rattles. He's an adult. He's... Okay, let me ask you this. What? When people say adult instead of adult, does that bug you? Like, it totally bugs me. I don't me. hear people say that very often. They say adult. Mm. Yeah. I guess, yeah, it would bug me if I heard that. I hate it. It's kind of like... Okay, even though I know it's totally British, it's like when somebody British says controversy mm. instead of controversy. Yeah. And the other day I said... I kind of like con- controversy. 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 I said that the other day and you looked at me and I was like, I was trying to be British just then. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, that one is, you, you got to try... It, it's kind of like when, I don't know, when I hear someone British speaking, I think it's, you know you know, adorable. Right. And same thing for like Minnesotans and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like Minnesota. And, and Canadians and yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. like, yeah. 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 And, but when you hear somebody mimicking it or mocking it, it doesn't come off as good. Like, Oh, sometimes when Americans try to sound smarter than they are, like mm. when Americans say whilst, and I'm like, mm. you're not fucking wow. British. It's while yeah. not whilst. Yeah. Okay, only British people can say whilst because they actually mean it when they say it. Right, right. They're not just trying. Yeah. Like, it just is the way they speak. Do you ever wonder, like, if people think something of our accent? Like, do we have an accent? Of course we have an accent, but... I mean, we do have an accent. I just don't... Nobody knows they have an accent, right? But do Mm -hmm. some people know they have... Like, I've never heard somebody say, you know, Midwestern... I guess I have heard Midwestern accent. Yeah, it's... But, like... It's the one that is... I guess growing up in the Midwest, I hear about other accents more because they're not here. You know why? Because, okay, like a Southern accent is twangy, right? Yeah. And like um, a Spanish accent is kind of like musical-ish. Like it has a cadence to it. Right. Midwestern accent is just boring. It really is, isn't it? Like a New England... I was always told that we are the like basis for like what newscasters... Mm -hmm. How they learn to speak, basically. Yeah. Like, we are the, the boring. epitome of boring. Yeah. We're yeah. the plainest. So, when you say... depressing? It's yeah. a little depressing. Yeah. So, when you say Midwestern accent, what you mean is lacking in any kind of, <laughs> of like, up or down or sing-song Come or... Come on, just say it. Boring. Boring. It's Fucking just boring. boring. It's monotone. It's plain. It's straight. Right. It's yeah. It's almost, one might say, lacking an accent. Yeah. Definitely. It's it's boring. I mean, to us, it's lacking an accent. Somebody else might think it's an exciting accent. I don't know. Well, I would like to hear somebody mimicking me. Although, okay, I take that back because Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch did mimic us in um, The Power of the Dog. Did he? Yeah. I, I mean, I'd have I to guess, watch it well, again. Well, okay, I guess it, it was supposed to be a southern accent. Um, he did a pretty good job, but... Um, he he said some things that made me laugh. Like gotcha. he he was trying. Well, his care. I sh- 
I'm trying to differentiate him from his character. Yeah. He was just trying to sound American. His character was trying to sound Southern and uneducated. Got it. He wasn't. His character was trying to, even though his character was actually intellectual. Got it. But didn't want to come off that way. Right. So he on purpose said things like panano instead of piano. Got it. Got it. Which I'd never heard anybody say before. Which Panan- I, yeah, I've never panano. heard Panano. I yeah. thought it was cool though. Right. It, that was a good movie. Yeah. It was a psychological mind fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Definitely I, was that. And you know what? The further I get away from that movie, the more that I remember it better. You know what I mean? Like I never remember shit after I watch it. Okay, like well, I, I remember I remember overarching themes and I remember a little bit about the Yeah, things, I'm not we're not talking like, about that it. because you forget movies. I do. Okay, what I mean is that I thought it was really good when I saw it, but I was like, what the fuck did I just see? And the further the more distance I have from it, the more that I think about it and I'm like, my God, that movie was really fucking good. And I did not think that at first. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just with distance that I've really kind of like, man, that movie was really good. Right. Right. Okay. I don't know why we're talking about power. Of the I, dog. Yeah, accents. I mean, accents. Right. Accents. Yeah. And, uh, Jehoram was maybe he had a an guy. accent. I don't, he, yeah. was <laughs> he was a guy. He was a guy. Yeah. So Isaiah, he reigned as King of Judah was 22 he reigned for a year his mother was athalia okay a granddaughter of king omri just fyi got it okay the chronicler wants us to know that all right ahaziah also followed the evil example of king ahab's well, family shit he was a fucker Man. for his mother encouraged him in doing wrong oh it's all mom's fault you would have thought that he being the baby wouldn't know better but, but mom encouraged it so you know yeah Mom, he, mom didn't die with dad, so mom got true. to, you know. That's true. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, just mm. as Ahab's family had done. Man, that's why this is, yeah. They even became his advisors after the death of his father, and they led him to ruin. Damn it. Why did you have to lead him to ruin? Wow. That's I mean, those are the guys. They're going to lead you to ruin. They're, they led him to ruin. Don't, don't you know this? Like, you've seen it happen. Like, all these other kings that worship the not God. Gods, right? they get ruined they, they because get of ruined. You know, because God. Yeah. Right. Following their evil advice, Ahaziah joined Joram, the son of King Ahab of Israel, in his war against King Hazael of Aram at Ramoth Gilead. Mm-hmm. When the Arameans wounded Joram in the battle, he returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds he had received at Ramoth, because Joram was wounded. King Ahaziah of Judah went to Jezreel to visit him. Okay. That is too many names that start with a J. I did not follow. But the, the king that we're following, what? you know, Jehoram's son. Or uh-huh. He, he's visiting the other and what's king. what's his name? I don't fucking know. What's the guy? What's the guy Jehoram's that son? was Ahab's son or whatever, right? Hold Jehoram's on. son is, 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 is Ahaziah. Ahaziah, yeah. Ahaziah, yeah. Okay. Ahaziah went to Jezreel to visit this other guy. Yeah. Okay, the bad guy. The bad Yeah, Ahab's son or whatever. Right. But God had decided that this visit would be Ahaziah's downfall. Oh, man. That's what he decided. Yep. God yep. was like, enough. Right. Say yeah. it Say it like how I hate. Say it. Enough. enough. No, say it again. En- en- enough. 
No, say it like we're in a fight. Like, oh, I'm pissing you I off. And... I can't. I can't act fight enough. Okay, try it. Just put your uh, foot down. Enough. No, that's that close, not. Right? That's not scary at all. Close. No. You guys no. heard the earth shake? That was that was me putting my foot down. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't strong enough. The like your voice sounded under my foot. I felt the earth move <laughs> under your feet. I felt the sky tumbling down. Did you now? Did you? Yeah, but that was not the right. I can't, oh, I can't. I know. There's can't this, do it. there's this thing. I've been told it by like five men in my life, and every time, it's like the most mannish, strong. Like they look at you and they just say enough, and it's like they're saying, you know, I am the final word on this topic, and you need to stop talking. And every single time, each of those five people that have told me it, like I looked at them and I laughed, and I'm like, who the fuck, whomst? The fuck do you think you are? Whilst. Whilst you are standing there delivering this, like, mannish nonsense phrase. Okay, okay. How often am I that way? Oh, hardly ever. Okay. I think I I was clear. I was, I wanted to clear the record a little bit. Yeah, no, we've been married for, like, 15 years. You've said it maybe twice. But both times that you've said it, I've looked at you like, okay, mannish man, that'll be enough from you. Mm -hmm. But your brother said it to me once and... Oh, I laughed. I laughed and I was like, oh, is it? Because you said so, huh? <laughs> like, who the fuck says enough to somebody else? Like, like I, I'm the final word. Like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but you're not the one who decides if it's enough or not. All right, that's enough, darling. Oh, you better <laughs> fuck the fuck off right now. But there have been a couple of other men, and it's only men. I've never, ever had a woman, and I have fought with women before, like argued heatedly. Mm-hmm. I've never had a woman look at me straight in the eye, standing tall and square, and say, enough. Like, who the fuck? Only a mannish man does that. No, don't. Now you're doing the gesture of that. You're going on too much about this. And I am going on too much about this, but it's because I need all the men listeners out here. Put this in your fucking brain hole and like smoke on it a little bit. Do not tell somebody enough and do not particularly say it as you're standing tall and using your height. Okay. I'm a shorty. So when tall people look down on me and tell me enough, they're totally taking advantage of their height and it's bullshit and it's it's bullyish. Don't do it. Okay. Right. Now it's enough. Great. Now I'll move on. Okay. Okay. So anyway, this is going to be Ahaziah's downfall, this visit. While he was there, Ahaziah went out with Joram to meet Jehu, grandson of Nimshi. Okay. Whom the Lord had appointed to destroy the dynasty of Ahab. Call me Ishmael. Okay. While Jehu was executing judgment against the family of Ahab, he happened to meet some of Judah's officials and Ahaziah's relatives who were traveling with Ahaziah. Okay. There's, there's too many people. I'm not there following really are. all of like, this. I thought one of these guys was like, I thought the guy that was wounded was Ahab's son. I don't So like this know. guy, I, but I guess I'm wrong. But cause... you know what? Who cares? Because, listen to this. So Jehu killed them all. Oh, well, I mean, that solved that problem. Right? Yeah. Like, don't Maybe worry about it. Maybe it was, actually, I guess. So, yeah. Was... Don't worry about who all those people are, because Jehu just killed them all. Yeah. Jehu. Jehu. Who is Jehu again now? He's some is that other. Ahab's he's the guy son? that God picked. No, I don't oh. think. No, because he was, he was exercising judgment against the people of Ahab, like Ahab's descendants. He was sent to destroy so he's a good Ahab's guy? descendants. 
There's, there's no good guys or okay, bad guys. They're all fucking idiots. Insofar as the story that we're following. No, he's not a... He's No, not really. Okay. He's just some other group that oh, okay. that God utilized to kill somebody. Okay. But That's it. Is he on... He's not on Israel or Judah's side? He's on team somewhere over there in the other oh, places. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I was getting confused. There's too many names. Yeah. I, like, okay, when I read um, a thing with a lot of names, like a Shakespeare play, for example... I have to pull out index cards and write all the names and who's related to who so that I remember all the people and how they're related to each other. Otherwise, it's just like a bunch of numbers. Right. You just spit a bunch of numbers at me. Yeah. So then Jehu's men searched for Ahaziah and they found him hiding in the city of Samaria. Oh, okay. They brought him to Jehu who killed him. Well, that's the end of that guy. That's the end of that guy. By Ahaziah. What was his name? Ahaziah. Ahaziah. Bye-bye, Isaiah. You just can't remember that name. That's funny. I can't. I can't. I can remember that name. I just can't remember nobody else. <laughs> so Ahaziah killed everybody, including Ahaziah. No, no, Ahaziah didn't. Yeah, Jay, Jay who, who killed everybody. Ahaziah killed everybody. Oh, sorry. Jay who killed everybody, including Ahaziah. Ahaziah was given a decent burial because people said, well, he was the grandson of Jehoshaphat. A man who sought the Lord with all his heart. But he was also the son of Jehoram, who was an asshole. <laughs> right. And this guy was an asshole. You know what? Jehoram didn't get a good burial. They were like, no, you don't get to be down in the fucking tombs and, with the kings. And you're all descendants of Moses or Aaron, and you're all descendants of Adam, who was a fuckface. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, let's be honest. Adam was a dumbass, so therefore we all get to die. The end. How, what was, how was Adam a dumb dumbass? Because he's like, I don't know. She gave me a fucking apple. I don't know. What? I'm just standing here. I know. I mean, it's not that I'm disagreeing. I just was curious which part. It was the apple thing. I'm still stuck on on that fruit thing. Okay. Because he was told, but supposedly she wasn't. And because. They were both there. Right. And they were both standing there. Right. And he's like, so it's all bullshit. She fucking. I don't know. She just gave it to me. No, he was there. He had heard God's commandment. He's just as guilty as, as Eve was. Yeah, exactly. So fuck all this, you know, whatever, bullshit. That's what I'm saying. It's not the woman's fault. But he acted like, I don't know, she just gave it to me. What? Like, he acted like she made him, it, it's her fault, you know? Everything is her fault. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but she wasn't even born yet when he gave you that fucking commandment not to eat shit. Right. So, like. So it's more your fault, Adam, than yeah. Eve's. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. But none of the surviving members of Ahaziah's family was capable of ruling the kingdom. So that happened. <laughs> they were not very capable. They were not capable. <laughs> That's a good callback. When Athaliah, the mother of King Ahaziah of Judah, learned that her son was dead, she began to destroy the rest of Judah's royal family. Because oh, she was like, no, you did not. Wow. No, you did not just kill my child. I'm done with you. It's off. Damn. But Ahaziah's sister, Jehosheba, mm-hmm. the daughter of King Jehoram, took Ahaziah's infant son, Joash, and stole him away like Moses from yeah. amongst from among the rest of the king's children who were about to be killed. Interesting. I remember this story. She put Joash and his nurse in a bedroom, and in this way, Jehosheba, wife of Jehoiada, the priest, and sister of Ahaziah, hid the child so that Athaliah could not murder him. There's a lot of stories in the Bible of somebody rescuing an infant from infanticide. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. 
there there's a lot of stories, mm-hmm. and it's not just in Bible stories. It's right. in all you know pre-modern mm-hmm. you know whatever you, lore. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of that. It's crazy. Like, I was just thinking, like, Greek, there's Greek stories, you know, like, all kinds of shit, so. Well, I mean, there's a lot of comparisons between Jesus and, um, what's that guy's name? Hercules. Hercules. yeah. Because they're both half God, half man kind of thing. Sure, sure. And, you know, they both are, like, walking the earth kind of thing. Like, I don't know, am I a God or am I not? I mean, let's just be honest. Every God that's ever been invented is... Except has for, been invented has before. Been, yeah, it was been invented before. Like yeah. even probably the oldest one that we know about probably is a mixture of other ones that we hadn't ever heard about. And they right. came together at some point and formed this one of course. story that yeah. is the first one that we, you know, learned of right. from anything that was written down. Yeah. Or so, passed down through oral history. Right. So even the even the first gods we are aware of were uh Based on previous Yeah, and they were mixed together from other groups. So, I mean, like, it's all a mess. It's all a mess. Yeah. And the fact is that none of them exist, so... Well, yeah. Who cares? Duh. Honestly. So, Joash, the baby... Yep. ...remained hidden in the Temple of God for six years... Wow. ...while Athalia ruled over the land. The end. I do remember that story. Yeah, but, like, wasn't the Temple of God, like, right there next to the... Like, isn't it really close to the castle and shit? Yeah, but, I mean, think about, like, how big this castle and the whole like but you're telling me that nobody that? was like yo there's a woman living in the temple of god okay with a baby I that resembles saw, the king's baby i read the book flowers in the attic and there was a whole group of kids living up in that attic that nobody knew about that was just a <laughs> mansion okay right. that was just a mansion imagine now a mansion times a hundred right. and that's what we've got going on okay okay all right so there you I'll, have it. I'll allow for it, I guess. And there were several episodes of the X-Files where there was, like, somebody living in the walls or living in the basement or, you know, all kinds of stuff. Right, right. All right. Well, I don't think we have anything else to add, maybe. I added way too much we to added, this episode. Yeah. So that was Second Chronicles chapter 22. It sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Second Chronicles chapter 23. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Husband, wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, the chapter started with Ahaziah. Mm-hmm. Then there was lots of names and relationships and things happening, and then with Joash or Joash, Joash, Joash. Yeah, I actually got it all figured out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, hit me with it. Okay, so Ahaziah, right? Yeah, that's Asa's kid or grandkid or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, because it was Asa, and then yeah. Asa's grandkid? It was Asa and then um, Jehoshaphat, or do I have those two backwards? Jehoshaphat was Ahaziah's dad, I believe. Right, so it was Asa and then Jehoshaphat and then Ahaziah. Okay, Okay. So now we're on Ahaziah. Right, Okay. yeah. So he was all evil and shit. Right. And he was best friends with um, that dude. Jehu? Jehu from, no, no, not Jehu. Oh, no, he got murdered by, yeah, I'm sorry. Joram. Joram from Judah. Yeah, Joram. Yeah. And they were best friends or whatever. Yeah. And then Joram got, um, he went into battle with one of the kings that they were fighting, that they decided to fight for whatever reason. Yeah. And he got, like, stabbed or whatever. So um, to go mend his ways, 
he went to go stay with um, Jehu. No. No. God he damn it. He went to some city. Right. That was... That yeah, but, yeah. he went to go stay with Jehu, Jehu's area. Yeah, but the city where Jehu was, not Yeah, with but Jehu. that was Jehu's city. Okay. He went to go heal there. All right. Right? Yeah. And so then Isaiah's like... Jezreel. Oh. It was in Jezreel. Yeah, Jezreel. And so then... Ahaziah's like, oh, my guy, he's healing over there. I'm going to go meet up with him in this place that this bad guy lives that wants to kill us. That sounds smart. Right. So then there they are hanging out in Jezreel. And then Jehu's like, fuck all of you. And killed them. And killed them. Right. Right. And so then back home, Ahaziah's mom is like, oh, remember that time when my son who just got murdered Murdered all of his brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to kill all of his kids and family and everything. Which right. I didn't really understand that at the time. Okay. Right. Her, her name's like Athalia or some shit like that. Sure. Okay. And so she's like, I'm killing everybody. But then Ahaziah's sister is like, that seems kind of mean. Right. And so then she took the youngest baby of Ahaziah and is like, I'm just going to hide little Joash over here. Right. Right. And maybe he won't get killed. And then that Athalia bitch was like, you killed your brothers, my other son. So I'm going to kill all of your family. Right. And, and so she did, except for Joash. And that's where we ended. Okay. All right. So that was Second uh, Kings chapter 22. Sure as fuck was. And today we'll be reading. Second Chronicles chapter 23. All right. Let's go do this. Okay. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 23. Okay. And I forgot to say that um, Ahaziah's mom, Athalia, yeah. her husband is Jehoiada, a priest. Oh, okay, So okay. she had no business. That's right, they business. were stowed away in the, wait. She had no business being murdery. Oh, okay, okay. Because she's married to a priest. So Got it. So I don't know why she's all murdery. Okay. I thought she was married to Jehoshaphat. Um, the one that, you know, there's the one that stowed away... Joash, she was married to a priest, oh, I thought. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. My bad. Okay. Yeah, I did it again. Like, I just as soon as uh-huh. I think I got a grasp on this, <laughs> and then I fuck it all up. I'm getting it. I'm yeah. getting it. I mean, I pay attention occasionally, so That's I, got, good. I got you, I guess. Well, here's the thing. Like, after we got done, I went and I took notes. Yeah. So that I could have it straight in my head. But there's so many names that I just, I forgot them all already. Right, right. So, oh well. What you gonna do? Right. I tried. Okay, in the seventh year of Athalia, the bitch mom's reign, Jehoiada the priest decided to act. No, you're right. Yeah. This is her son-in-law then. Sure, maybe. Yeah. Kind of. This is her son-in-law because... It's step... The sister... He's a stepmom, though. She she wasn't actually... um, Whatever. That guy's... Whatever his name was. What? Ahaziah. It wasn't, um, this, it, this bitch is? wasn't Ahaziah's actual mom. It was his stepmom. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Okay. Well, I don't necessarily believe you, but I have no reason to argue it, so I'll go with it. All right. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Regardless, um, her son-in-law is the priest. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So Jehoiada, the priest, decided to act. He summoned his courage and made a pact with five army commanders. Mm. Azariah, son of Jehoram, Ishmael, son of Jehoanan, (laughs) 
Fuck you. <laughs> Azariah, son of Obed. Maaziah, son of Adiah. And Elishaphat, son of Zikri. And I'm not going to remember any of those. Right, right. But they're the five, five men. Know, he, he's like, leaders. we got to get rid of this bitch. Right. So these men traveled secretly throughout Judah and summoned the Levites and clan members in all the towns to come to Jerusalem. Mm. They were like, we have got to do something. Sounds like a lot of people didn't like this lady. She was crazier than the bad guys. Right, right. And the bad guys were evil in the Lord's sight. So, yeah, I mean. Right. They were bad enough. Yep. They all gathered at the temple of God where they made a solemn pact with Joash, the young king. He's only like six years old or whatever. Right. So I don't know what the fuck kind of pact they're making. I mean, you know. With a kid. Yeah. Jehoiada said to them, here is the king's son. The time has come for him to reign. The Lord has promised that a descendant of David will be our king. That is what you must do, kiddo. When you priests and Levites come on duty on the Sabbath... A third of you will serve as gatekeepers. Oh, I remember all mm, this mm. from the Kingses, remember? Yeah, right. Another third Don't will... they toss her out of a window or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so. Another third will go over to the royal palace, and the final third will be at the foundation gate. Mm. Everyone else should stay in the courtyards of the Lord's temple. Well, if you've got a third, a third, and a third, there is no and the rest of you. Because <laughs> right. three thirds is a whole. Right. So yeah. what is the rest they of you? They didn't do math very well back then. Clearly. You know, math was not their strong suit. They couldn't even count to certain numbers. So Math is not my strong suit. And even I understand that when you add three thirds, you get a whole and there's none left over. Right, right. Remember, only the priests and Levites on duty may enter. You said duty. May enter the temple of the Lord, for they are set apart as fucking holy. Hmm. The rest of the people that are not one of the thirds that I just mentioned, <laughs> right? Um, they must obey the Lord's instructions and stay outside. Okay. You Levites, form a bodyguard around the king, the kiddo, yeah. and keep your weapons in hand. Kill anyone who tries to enter the temple. Stay with the king, the kiddo, wherever he goes. Murderous Levites. Levites. Yeah. And making the Levites get out their little right. stabby stabs. Yeah. So the Levites and all the people of Judah did everything as Jehoiada the priest ordered. The commanders took charge of the men reporting for duty that Sabbath. Oh, they fought on the Sabbath. Mm. Damn! That's, I mean, I don't know that's, how I feel about that. That's a big deal. I feel like God wouldn't like that. I, I can't even speak for God at you're, this point. You're because supposed he's, to pick up sticks on the Sabbath. He's so fucking wishy-washy. Can you really even guess which way he would go on this? No. No. As well as those who were going off duty. Jehoiada, the priest, did not let anyone go home after their shift ended. He's like, all y'all work in OT. Well, I mean, you don't want anybody spreading right? rumors about, you know, yeah. hey, we're taking over the queen <laughs> Then Jehoiada supplied the commanders with the spears and the large and small shields that had once belonged to King David mm. and were stored in the temple of God. I, I remember that all they those... lost that shit to... Um, they, Somebody. They did, but it hasn't happened yet. Oh. They okay. did further on in the books. No, of but one kings. of the kings since David has had, had to make bronze shields because somebody plundered the other stuff that David had. I don't think that's there happened. There were gold shields originally, and then. Yeah, they but had to, I don't think that's happened yet. There in was another plundering. I'm not talking about the big one. I'm talking about there was another plundering mm. where then they had to make bronze shields. One of the kings that we've already read about in Chronicles here. I can't remember which one, mm. but somebody since David had to make bronze shields 
because somebody had plundered all the shit. Didn't they get all that shit it back, It was though? after Solomon, because Solomon made all the riches, and then the next yeah. guy lost it all. Okay, but didn't they get it back? I don't they think so. They just did so. a shit ton of plundering. I mean, maybe they plundered other shit, but, you know. I don't know. Whatever. They he, don't have David Shields, is my point. Okay, whatever. Who cares? He, Jehoiada, stationed all the people around the king with their weapons ready. They formed a line from the south side of the temple around to the north side and all around the altar. I can't believe, like, she has no idea that this is going I mean, on. it seems like it would be a little suspicious, right? We said this at the time last time around. Yeah. We were like, how did she and not And she know? doesn't have people reporting to her, like, hey, um, there's, like, a big uh, to-do. army there's forming a to-do. in town. Well, they maybe don't have their swords, like, out, out. Right. They're but ready, something's but something's happening. Not. Right. There's, there's a gathering. There's a to-do. There's yeah. a, a fracas. Right. Then Jehoiada and his sons brought out Joash, the king's son, the kiddo, placed the crown on his itty-bitty little head, mm-hmm. and presented him with a copy of God's laws. Because that's what you do to six-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. I don't remember them giving him a copy of God's laws the first time around. Probably didn't. I don't know. Who knows? I don't think they had a copy. But it's the first documented um, time of indoctrination. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they anointed him. I guess they have the right to anoint him, huh? And proclaimed him king, and everyone shouted, Long live the king! I mean, it's the way I see it. You can, you know, pretty much anoint anybody you want king. I think we did this before. Me and you anointed each other and decided we're kings. right. I think we did. Because anybody can be a king. And we were like... Have you done any kingly acts since since then? um, I haven't. I haven't done any kingly acts. I'm trying to think, like... No, I mean, what would be, would a kingly act be, like, something bossy, or would it be, like, something good and decent? I suppose it depends on what kind of king you are, right? Okay. Like, are you a good king, or are you a shit king? I mean, I would be a good king. Did you destroy a sheriff holes, or did you let people have them? Oh, I let people have whatever they want. Oh, okay. So. So, there you go. You were a good king, but not to God. God probably would have smited you. I'm, I'm smote. But you're not smote, so, I mean, I guess you're still reigning. But I'm not, um... I'm not in David's line. Are we so co-kings? does it even matter? Well, we, yeah, okay. obviously. Because okay. I'm, I'm, checking, I'm not king over you and you're not king over me. Right, right. We're, yeah, we king-a-ling-a-ding-dong together. <laughs> <laughs> we king around. Okay. And kings yeah. be kinging. Right, yeah. When Athalia heard the noise of the people running and the shouts of praise to the King? Mm. Yeah, that'll give away every time. Yeah, yeah. She hurried to the Lord's temple to see what the fuck was happening. When she arrived, she saw the newly crowned king standing in his place of authority by the pillar at the temple entrance. Oh, I bet her face was mad. Yeah. I would I would love to see her face. Yeah. But she just ran down there by herself? Surely she had Did she have some guards with her? She had some handmaids with her, I'm sure. I'm sure. The commanders and trumpeters were surrounding him. And people from all over the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets. Burr, 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 burr. Singers. Tupi, tupi, da, da, da. Ah. I, you With, know what I don't understand? No. Like, so, there's all these people, right? And the the thing they needed to throw off this shitty ruler mm-hmm. is to anoint a king. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they just... I mean, like, what? what's they wrong with just taking at, it yourself? Yeah, they could have like, done this at any time. Fuck cares about a king. Just okay, fucking because, take the goddamn place but, over. They could have, but it took the one guy, the one priest, to put it all into action and make it happen. Sure. No, I get and it. he was a follower of God. 
I suppose. But like, why are we so hung up on symbology and sim- symbols and things? Symbolism? You know, symbolism. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, like, it just, these people could have thrown this shit-ass ruler out anytime they wanted to. Okay, you're asking that question, but yet we live in a country with lots of people no, who and, don't and like the exactly way. that's exactly right. I, do, I don't understand it now as much as I don't understand it for then. Because we go along to get along and we, we're used to, it's easier to just go with what you're used to, you know? Yeah. Like, what, are you going to go insurrection? I'm not. I mean, no. Like, let's say Trump gets in office again. Are you going to go insurrection? I'll protest. Okay, but protest is not the same as, why didn't you just go declare yourself the president? I mean, if he tries to scrap the goddamn constitution, I might consider... You are so full of shit. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. Whatever. No, you can't say things like that on a podcast. You can't tell me what I wouldn't do. I know what you wouldn't do. Do not. I do know what you wouldn't do. And what you wouldn't do is you wouldn't just be like, I'm the president now. I've decided. And that's the same thing these people are going through. All right. They have have a method. They have a thing. Okay. All right. Singers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With musical instruments were leading the people in a great celebration. When Athalia saw this, that bitch tore her clothes in despair and shouted, Treason! Treason! Oh, what a world! <laughs> Manti! Just in case anybody missed that, it was treason. Treason. Treason! God damn it! Treason! Then Jehoiada the priest ordered the commanders who were in charge of the troops, take her to the soldiers in front of the temple and kill anyone who tries to rescue her. Wow. No, he didn't say go kill her. He right. just said kill anybody that tries to rescue her. No, I got it. I got it. For the priest had said she must not be killed in the temple of the Lord. I do remember that. I do too. Because they were like, we're we're I, doing this, this all on the, the chick, up and up. This is the lady that got thrown out the goddamn window I and then left it for dogs to eat. I thought it was too, but I so, don't know for sure. Yeah. So they seized her and let her out to the entrance of the horse gate on the palace grounds and they killed her there. Hmm. Damn, they killed her with the horses. Yeah. She got horse poopy in her intestines. (laughs) (laughs) Then Jehoiada made a covenant between himself and the king and the people that they would be the Lord's people. Mm. And all the people went over to the temple of Baal and tore it down. Yeah, they did. They tore it the fuck down. That's what the good kings do. They Mm -hmm. tear down those fucking altars. And then they get rid of the Asherah poles. Right. They demolished the altars and smashed the idols and they killed Matan. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, I I did a scroll. You did a scroll thing, yeah. Oopsie. Okay. They killed Matan, the priest of Baal, in front of the altars. Damn. Whoever Matan is, like, He's never... the priest of Baal. I guess. Yeah. Like, I want to look him up. That's kind of shitty, though. You know, like, this guy's just... He's just doing his job, and he's like, all right, we're worshiping Baal this week, and then they're like, not anymore, and now you're dead. And recorded in history forever as an evil, evil motherfucker. So it just let it be known, apparently. I mean, I, I God didn't technically sanction this, but he didn't say anything bad about it. God apparently is okay with killing political right or not political, religious rivals. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, of course he is. That's, that's shitty. That's He's, shitty. He is a murdery, vengeful some bitch. Right, I agree. I don't agree with that move. I think that's no, dumb. it's a douche move. Yeah, quite honestly. Right. Jehoiada now put the priests and Levites in charge of the temple of the Lord. 
following all the directions given by David. He also commanded them to present burnt offerings to the Lord as prescribed by the law of Moses and to sing and rejoice as David had instructed. I want to see some dance and bounce and ding dongs. <laughs> That's what I want to see. He also stationed gatekeepers, but not key masters at the gates of the Lord's temple to keep out those who for any reason were ceremonially unclean. You ah, know, yes. like anybody who had just had sex or right. anybody who was menstruating it's or funny, anybody though, that... who had just happened to be a vampire that sucked blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that they don't really mention the unclean thing hardly at all for like mm -hmm. ever. And then, all of, and then a sudden, all of a sudden right here at the end of the chapter, they're like, and the ceremonially unclean. Yeah. Are we going to get kept out too? Because, because he is the, uh, the, goodest good of the good that ever gooded yeah we don't want to forget about that thing that they covered in mm -hmm. detail yeah but then didn't say another word about after right. that right so then the commanders nobles rulers and all the people of the land escorted the kidlit king from the temple of the lord and they went through the upper gate and into the palace and they seated the little kidlit king on the royal throne mm. they probably had to give him a pillow because if i recall he's only six mm. yeah so all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was peaceful because Athelia had been killed, the end. Right. Murder yeah. always rights a wrong. I mean, they made her sound pretty bad, so whatever. Yeah. No, they said she was bad. They didn't right. make her sound bad. They just said she was bad. Right, they said she was bad. She was so. no more murdery than anybody else. The fact of the matter is, she was a woman. I mean, maybe she was, though. Maybe she was more, more murdery. But we don't know that based on what has been recorded right. here. Right, no, I agree. As we, far as we also I can don't tell, know that it didn't happen. So, but as far as I can tell, she was no worse than anybody else before her. Right. Because there was all kinds of kings that were like, "I did evil in the sight of the Lord," but really, I got to rule for thirty plus years. Really, it just matters who you're. Like the the winners wrote the book, so they can murder people and make it look like a good thing, mm -hmm. and she can murder people and it's a bad thing. That's what I'm saying. So I think it had a lot to do with the fact that she was a woman. Right. They were like, I'm, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure. She had a vagina. She can't be in charge. Right. That's disgusting. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. 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 So that happened. Right. And that was Second Chronicles chapter 23. It sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with Second Chronicles chapter 24 to find out what that kid did. Yeah. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, there was uh, Jehoiada teamed up with some people to kill Athalia. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, they killed the queen bitch. Yeah, yeah. And then they crowned the kid. They put a crown on, on that kid. And yeah. he's only like six. And they're like, long live the king. Right, right. And they didn't just kill the queen. They killed her out where the horses yeah, go Yeah, where they poopy. take shits. Yeah. It's yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Poopy. Poopy. Yeah. Because it's fun to say poopy. And that's Yeah. Some people commented on that. Did so, they really? They did. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me happy when somebody thinks it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, good funny. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that was uh, Second Chronicles chapter 23. Three. 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 You were in the wrong spot. Yeah. I was, Sorry. I was confused. 23. That was 23. Yep. Sure as fuck was. Sorry. And today we are reading... Second Chronicles, actually, chapter 24. That's the one. Let's go do this. <laughs> Okie dokie.
Okay, Second Chronicles chapter 24. All right. Joash was seven years old when he became king. Okay, I thought... So not six. I thought it was he six. Was seven. Yeah, didn't it say six in the last chapter? Well, I'm wondering if that um, sister girl, what's her face, hid Joash when he was one. Like, he's a baby, okay. right? And so six years later, then he would be seven. Okay. All right. I thought he was six, but... I'll allow for slight It's just a year. Who right, cares? it's just a year, whatever. So Joash was seven, seven. years old. Yeah. So he's in, like, first grade. Yeah. If they had such thing, which they didn't. Right. When he became king. And Although he, for the lifespan of people back then, that's almost like middle age. Well, he reigned in <laughs> Jerusalem 40 years. Damn. He lived Damn. to a ripe old age, right? Like 47. Yeah. 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 His mother was... Oh, you were right. I was right? Yeah. About what? I don't remember. Oh. Hold on. Okay. I'm trying to fit these people together. No, never mind. I was thinking that that queen bitch... She wasn't his mom. No. 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 She was, um. She was the guy no. that the other. What is his name? Uh, it's Joash's <laughs> dad. Who's Joash's dad? Uh, I've already forgotten. I know. Me too. And, but he was the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was Asa's son, right? Oh, Jesus. You're throwing too many <laughs> goddamn names at me. He was killed by Jehu. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, sorry. Okay, so his mother was Zabia from Beersheba. That's the one. Joash did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight That's throughout good. the lifetime of Jehoiada the priest. Oh, but only through the, the priest. <laughs> as like, soon the, as the priest the died, priest it's like, off. Yeah. <laughs> they party on, man. Oh, damn. Jehoiada chose two wives for Joash. That doesn't mm. sound very family values to me. Well, let's be fair here. They haven't really defined what marriage is yet. That is true. The, the, as far as I know, marriage means one man, 5,000 women. That is true. So, you know. That is true. And he had sons and daughters. At one point, Joash decided to repair and restore the temple of the Lord. Mm. He summoned the priests and Levites and gave them these instructions. Go to all the towns of Judah and collect the required annual offerings so that we can repair the temple of your God. Do not delay, exclamation point. Operators are standing by. I don't know how I'd feel. Like, hey, we're collecting taxes for the God, the, the God guy. The God building. Yeah, and I know last, you know, King, you guys didn't really worship this guy, but this King, Does. We're, we're collecting taxes for this God. So yeah. give now yeah. or die. I mean, That's do it. you have a choice? It I don't think you have a choice. You, it doesn't matter how you feel about it. No, I know it doesn't matter how you feel about it. But this like, God, that God, fuck ever. Here's your fucking goats or I'm coins just saying, like, whatever. I can understand, like, having, like, some anger, like, having to pay for a God. Right. You know, like, it's a, right. it's a fucking God tax. It is a God tax. Yeah. Like, fuck this shit. But the Levites did not act immediately. Uh-oh. Like, why? Hmm. So the king called for Jehoiada, the high priest... And asked him, why haven't you demanded that the Levites go out and collect the fucking temple taxes from the towns of Judah and from Jerusalem? Yeah. Asshole. Right. Moses, the servant of the Lord, levied this tax on the community of Israel in order to maintain the tabernacle of the covenant. Did he? Apparently did I, he fucking did. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I don't. Maybe it happened. I, I don't, don't not it. remember it. I right. mean. They did talk about tithing and shit like that. Okay. Well, maybe then that, yeah. And they, right. did, they did talk about taxes, but it also came with a lot of, after seven years, they switched 
so that nobody was rich or had debt for too long. Something like that, yeah. It was um, the ju- the year of jubilation every right. seven years. Right. That was basically if you became enslaved, that you got to be freed. Because like, if you had to give up all your own, own, what you owned, right. then you could get it back at the end of that seven years and not right. be a slave anymore or something. Right. So. But, I mean, they did talk a little bit about taxes. I don't know if he's using it exactly I don't think correctly. they said taxes. No. Though. Oh, no. They didn't use the word tax. Okay. They used the words like... Levy and tithe and okay. I forget what else. All right. But anyways, whatever. I'll, I'll allow for it. Contribution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over the years, the followers of wicked Athalia had broken into the temple of God and they had used all the dedicated things from the temple of the Lord to worship the images of Baal. Mm, you better wash those things. It's probably nasty. <laughs> How do you worship an image? Do you look at it and go, oh. Well, I mean... I guess you could compare it to like the posters of your favorite, you know, girl or boy that you put on your wall, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's nasty to think about. <laughs> I didn't, I'm just I saying, never... like, they didn't have like live pictures back then, right? Right. And some of these fucking gods, they had, you know, tits and shit hanging out and, you know, wangs just swinging in the wind and swinging in the wind. all kinds of shit. So. I guess. Do you think that they were masturbating to the images of Baal? I mean, you know, sometimes the things that they describe that these other gods, you know, were party to, you know, it sounds maybe like they did maybe a little bit. Did you ever have posters on your wall when Uh, you were a teenager? I did not, actually. I had posters on my wall when I was a teenager, but I did not masturbate to them because I just wasn't, like, really comfortable with my body and stuff. Right, right. But I had all kinds. You know what? More posters I had were, like, um, the unicorns. Like, there was a black unicorn um, looking back over its shoulder, and it had that phrase, do not follow, do not walk ahead of me, for I may not follow. Do not walk um, behind me, for I may not lead, or whatever. Mm. Just walk beside me and be my friend. That's cute. I know, right? Right? I always thought that was so inspirational. I can't remember one poster I ever hung in my room there were also like there was this whole series of um art posters that came out for a while it was like it when i describe it it's going to sound like lisa frank but it was not lisa frank it was like a dark classy lisa frank because it was like um a girl but um only half of her face and there was like waterfalls and um, roses and all kinds of like it was artistic, you know what I mean? Sure. I had a lot of artsy fartsy shit on my walls. Now that I think about it, hmm. but I do remember also I had posters of Michael Jackson, but I didn't like the poster of Michael Jackson because it was in that style of poster where the eyes followed you no matter oh, where you were standing. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, it was creepy. And now looking back, you know, knowing what we right. know now, it's really <laughs> creepy. So the only, when I was in my early 20s, the only thing I really hung, I did hang some pictures on the wall at that point, but it was like indie bands that I followed. So that was like really cool. Indie bands. Because once they got popular, you didn't like them anymore. That's exactly. I know. And you tore them off the wall. You're too popular for me. I can't like you anymore. I gotta be honest with you. Most of the bands that I followed back then, minus like a couple, you never became popular. So yeah. You know. <laughs> of course. So instead of celebrating their success, you were like, I hate you now. What, the ones that became popular? Yeah. That's not entirely true. I still like Modest Mouse, and they became somewhat popular. That's true. 
Just That's saying. True. Yeah. But you like them a little bit less once they become popular. Mm, maybe, yeah. You little, do. I mean, it's just part of who I am, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. You're kind of an Sorry, asshole. Sorry, I, I don't know. I, I like pop music. I don't even care. Right. Whatever. No, I know. I know. You and I and music are just like oh, man. oil we're so, and water. We're so opposite when it comes to music. Mm, yeah. Although, I mean, there's a few songs. Like, we both love Tom Petty. Yeah. And we also both have all the feels with um, I'm Not Ready to Make Nice by yeah. the band formerly known as the Dixie Chicks. Right, right. That song gives both of us all the feels. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So we're not totally opposite. Yeah. No, not totally opposite. Okay. Sorry. I know we just went off. Yeah. So let's get back to let's, this. Yeah. Back to the okay. Bible. So now, you know, he they he, they were telling us about how the people were worshiping images. Yes. Yes. Unicorns right. and Michael Jackson. Right. So now the king ordered a chest to be made and set outside the gate leading to the temple of the Lord. Okay. Then, then a proclamation was sent throughout Judah and Jerusalem, both, telling the people to bring to the Lord the tax that Moses, the servant of God, had required of all the Israelites in the wilderness. So the king's like, the Levites aren't going to collect it, so I'm just going to make you I'm bring on, it to me? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to get this tax. Okay. He's like, tax hard. Yeah. This pleased all the leaders and the people, and they gladly brought their money and filled the chest with it. Whenever the chest became full, the Levites would carry it to the king's officials. I, I struggle believing <laughs> that people were happy and, and glad to they give loved, up their stuff. They loved being slaves. They loved working hard. They loved um, giving up all their money. Just like today, people love to work hard. They love the responsibility of working double shifts and not <laughs> having any days off. Like... The railroad workers are very, very happy that now they get one day off a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everybody loves a job. That's what the rich people always tell me, that Americans just want to work. They like to work. Yeah. They, they like to work hard. They're proud of the work they do. I mean, I think we aren't given much of a choice, really. I think that they're full of shit. And right. I think that if they're like, yeah, I love putting on a hard day's work. I think that their idea of a hard day's work and a poor person's idea of a hard day's work is completely different. Oh, I totally agree. So I don't think that they actually like putting in a hard day's work. Right. Because yeah. their hard day's work involves wearing a suit and sitting at a computer or around a conference table or, you know, they they have Starbucks right. all the time. Right. You know, I don't think that they scrub toilets and i don't think that they do heavy lifting and manual labor right so i don't think they actually like putting Not in that a hard you have work. to do that to do hard work no but i'm just but saying different types of work yeah sure. but don't tell me that you enjoy putting in a day's hard work i know that you don't you right. don't the reason i know that is because you call it work not fun right and if you enjoyed it you would do it whether you were getting paid or not Right. That would make it not work. But you called it work, therefore it is automatically not fun. Correct. That's all there is. Okay. Then the court secretary and an officer of the high priest would come and empty the chest and take it back to the temple again. And everybody and I was thought they totally just said the Levites honest. did that. Well, yeah, the Levites take it to the king's officials. Oh. And then the court secretary and a high priest 
secretary person they would come and get and it. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. And nobody took any coins. Nobody. Yeah. Not a one. They were all. They were all on the up and up. You know, very capable. Very capable. Money counters. I want a t-shirt that just says very, very capable. capable. Yeah, I, mean, I think I want to make that. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. It's like somebody wearing the one, the one shirt that just says university on it. Right. I right. love that. This went on day after day and a large amount of money was collected, which, you know, that makes sense if it was filled up multiple times. Right. Yeah. The king and Jehoiada, you know, the priest that actually made him king, yep. gave the money to the construction supervisors who hired masons and carpenters to restore the temple of the Lord. That's great. They That's paid great. for work. Maybe. Awesome. Or they had slaves. Probably that one. One of the two. They also hired metal workers who made articles of iron and bronze for the Lord's temple. Hmm. The men in charge of the renovation worked hard and made steady progress. Because well, they were good. very capable. Yeah. They restored the temple of God according to its original design and strengthened it. Well, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. Yay for the city of David or whatever. Right. No, temple of the Lord. Yeah, whatever. Right. When all the repairs were finished, they brought the remaining money to the king and Jehoiada. Oh, they said they had extra. Nice. That's yeah. That's amazing. Crazy. They weren't like, let's build a pool and a golf course. <laughs> right. It was used to make various articles for the temple of the Lord, articles for worship services and for burnt offerings, including ladles and other articles made of gold and silver. Okay. And the burnt offerings were sacrificed continually in the temple of the Lord during the lifetime of Jehoiada the priest. But just Jehoiada the priest. Just Jehoiada the priest. <laughs> it does not talk about what um, Joash did. Once Joash Jehoiada... is waiting for Jehoiada to kick it so he can be like, man. Party! We are going to go party. Yeah. Jehoiada the priest lived to a very old age, finally dying at 130. Jesus. That is a that long life. That is a really life. old age. Yikes. He was buried among the kings in the city of David because he had done so much good in Israel wow. for God and his temple. Man, that's that's some high praise. Yeah, it is. But after Jehoiada's death, the leaders of Judah came and bowed before King Joash and promised, oh, and persuaded him to listen to their advice. Mm. Mm. We, the leaders of Judah. I thought we were in Judah. We are. Okay. Oh, so, that's like, right. That's right. These are okay. like the other. This is yeah. like the cabinet or something. Yeah. So the bad guys in their own land sure. came and were like, right. "Hey, now that the priest is gone, yeah, we should do things let's this do way. Bad things. Right. They decided to abandon the temple of the you Lord, the course. God of their ancestors, and they worshipped the Sherpa poles and idols instead. Exclamation point. Yeah. This is where we get our um, peep shows and and our um, titty bars. I don't awesome. think <laughs> I don't think uh, Joash was very well versed in in being a loyal God servant person. I don't he, to I be feel, so easily switched after so many years. Right, he's decades, decades, almost forty years. He's been a good king, right, doing what he's supposed to do. Right, and now all of a sudden, after almost forty years, he's like, nah, fuck it. I feel like Jehoiada was actually the one in charge. Yeah, probably. And and this kid was just like. He was Whatever. sitting in the background seething. Right. Because he's like not really the king. Right, right. Because of this sin, divine anger fell on Judah and Jerusalem. Yet the Lord sent prophets to bring them back to him. Mm, that was nice. He didn't so, just 
punish them? Cause... No, he sent punishment, but then he was like, just kidding. Right. The prophets warned them, but still the people would not listen. The people. Right. The people following their king. The people were gladly, give, gladly giving their money to mm-hmm. God. Yeah. According to this chapter. Yeah. So apparently they, what, just switched everything up as soon as... See, to me, it's the king causing the problem. Yeah. Or yeah. the leadership causing the problem. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's not the fucking people. No. The people are just the poor saps in the middle that are of all this shit. being forced to follow their king. Right. Then the spirit of God came upon Zechariah, son of Jehoiada the priest. Uh-oh. Oh, man. He stood before the people and said, This is what God says. Why y'all disobey the Lord's commands and keep yourselves from prospering? You have abandoned the Lord, and now he, guess what, has abandoned you. Boom. Mm. Feel it. Yeah. Then the leaders plotted to kill Zechariah, and King Joash ordered that they stone him to death in the courtyard of oh, the Lord's damn. temple. Wow. Joash was like, that'll be enough of that. Right. I already had to. You know, why would you, if somebody's telling you you could prosper doing it another way, why would you stone them? Why wouldn't you just listen to them and be like, hey, yeah, let's prosper like we were, you know? Um, I don't know. Maybe for the same reason that today we're like, hey, let's have health care for everybody and everybody gets their student loans paid off. And let's be actually a beautiful country that gives a lot. And right. Everybody so the, could be richer. So my point is that somebody was prof- profiting just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the kings and the people that were higher yeah. up. And so. they were like, I'm not trying to hear that. Right. Right. I don't want everybody to be rich. Only me. Right. Yeah. That was how King Joash repaid Jehoiada for his loyalty by killing his son. <laughs> mm. Zechariah's last words as he died were, May the Lord see what they are doing and avenge my death. That is not what Jesus said when he died. No, it's not. Jesus said some along the lines of forgive them for their dumbasses. Right, right. Yeah. They know not what they do. do? Right. I think think they know exactly what the fuck they do. Right. I refuse to believe in the they're just stupid and foolish. No, they're greedy and they're fuck faces. Right. Sorry, I'm not buying it anymore. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah. They're greedy bastards. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Yep. In the spring of the year, the Aramean army, guess what they did? They went to war. You know why? Because it's spring. Because it's spring. That's what they do. Yeah. They marched against Joash. Oh, shit. Here come the Arameans. Yep. They invaded Judah and Jerusalem and killed all the leaders of the nation. Good. Whatever. Hmm. Then they sent all the plunder back to their king in Damascus. <laughs> Although the Arameans attacked only with a small with only a small army, the Lord helped them conquer the much larger army of Judah. Mm. The Lord was picking sides again. Yeah. This time. Like, this time. Yeah. Not always, sometimes. Right. But this time. This time. He's like, I'm gonna let them win. Right. The people of Judah had abandoned the Lord. The god of their ancestors. So judgment was carried out against Joash. The Arameans withdrew, leaving Joash severely wounded. Mm. But so his, they killed all the leaders, but they left Joash alive. Yeah, but listen to this. Okay. His own officials plotted to kill him for murdering the son of Jehoiada the priest. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought his officials were the ones that were telling him not to listen to. They were. God. But now his own officials are like, we done fucked up, I guess. All right. So... He, he told us to kill um, Jehoiada and his son Zechariah, so now let's kill him. Sure. Because that was a bad... We shouldn't have done that. 
Right, right. They assassinated him as he lay in bed. Very brave, mm. these assassins. Yep. Then he was buried in the city of David, but not in the royal cemetery. Oh, he got the shit treatment. Mm, he got the middle finger, and yeah. I'm sure he cared right. being dead and He's, all. Right, yeah. Here's the thing. He's either in heaven and doesn't care, in hell and doesn't have time to care, or does not exist at all because he died and nothing happens to you when you're dead. Either way, he doesn't fucking care where you buried him. Right. The assassins were Josachar, the son of an Ammonite woman named Shemeth, and Jehozabad, the son of a Moabite woman named Shomer. Hmm. The account of the sons of Joash, the prophecies about him, and the record of his restoration of the temple of God are written in... That fucking book. Those fucking books. Those fucking books. His son Amaziah became the next king. The end. Wow. So he still got his descendant to go take the crown, huh? Yep. Like, the, they they destroy, they got destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, but we're still good enough to just keep going on. Yeah. So, whatever. Right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I guess kings are going to be shitty. and King's going to king. I mean, it's the same same, same story old, we had before. Old. Just a little bit more detail. Yep. Or less detail sometimes. Even when they're good, they still, like, in the last ten years of their life, suddenly develop bad yeah, habits. It's like it's, it's the same shit we read before. Yep. Okay. But, you know, whatever. I can't be bothered to care. I Yeah. I'd rather talk about the posters on my wall, quite honestly. <laughs> All right. That was Second Chronicles chapter twenty four. Sure as fuck was. I, I should say this real quick. Remember, remember. The fifth of November. No, we're doing this to read the Bible. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing this to read the Bible. We are doing this to read the Bible. Because and... I think sometimes here lately we've been a little bit like, oh, oh we've heard these stories before. Yeah, yeah. This is we so have. Boring. You're right. You're right. And they are. They are boring. And normally it's me saying, don't forget our main goal is just to get through the Bible. So good on you. Right, right. Good on you for bringing me back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're getting through this, you we're guys. We're doing it. We're, we're getting there. Doing it. We're moving right along. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that was Second Chronicles chapter 24. And tomorrow we'll be back with... Second Chronicles chapter 25. We'll Woohoo! see you guys then. Bye. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, yeah. Joash wasn't really the ruler for a while because Jehoiada was calling the shots and that fucker died. Clearly. I mean, it didn't say that, but... Right. That's our guess. And then little Joash took over and he was, like, getting down with the Asherah poles and shit. As soon as Jehoiada died. Right? Right? So, yeah. He's like, fuck this shit. I'm partying. Like, reading between the lines, it was almost like Joash was just pacing waiting right. for Jehoiada to kick it ding dong Jehoiada's dead man which is sad for you know Jehoiada the people of Israel <laughs> or Ju- Judah the people of Judah I mean yeah I guess unless they were the ones that wanted to get down on the chair poles too I think know? that they wanted to do whatever makes their king not kill them right that's usually <laughs> what I would probably opt for I, I mean guess. that's my guess right so that was uh, Second Chronicles chapter twenty-four. Sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be reading Second Chronicles chapter twenty-five. Let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Second Chronicles chapter twenty-five. Okay. And I have to tell you, something popped into my head as soon as I saw this headline, and it's the same thing that popped in. During the King's version, 
it the headline of this is the reign of Amaziah. Do you remember what I not even said? a little bit? No. Okay, so it was um the Spaghettios. It's the reign of Amaziah. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> I can't remember me? you saying that? Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. But I don't get it. It's hooray for macaroni. Oh, okay. Or All beefaroni right. or whatever. Got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Do you remember now? I mean, I remember you saying it. Yes, I don't Amaziah. remember that commercial or whatever you're I don't, referring to. I don't know why, but the reign of Amaziah is—it's the exactly perfect amount of syllables. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, sorry. Be- before you get into the chapter, I—I I should have said this in the intro, but um, I just wanted to say we're being pummeled by a winter storm right now. Pummeled. Pummeled. Like we were at my parents' house, and they live maybe twenty minutes away, less than that. They're like fifteen minutes away from us. Yeah. We got into the car and it was like starting to drizzle. And then by the time we had like buckled up and and started the car up, the temperature had dropped like what five degrees or some shit like that. Much, like yeah. like dramatic. Yeah. Um and in that fifteen minute drive home, it went from rain to sleet to snow. By the time we parked, the roads were white and it had dropped twenty degrees. Yeah. ridiculous now we're we're at about 30 degrees dropped yeah and it um according to the thing it feels like five degrees outside and i'm here to tell you it does right it does so anybody infected affected by this winter (laughs) affected by this winter storm um i hope you all are staying warm stay safe stay warm lots of blankets and heaters and um we're we're there with you and now back to the bible the reign of amaziah (laughs) okay Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king. Yeah, I I guess he was. And he reigned. Yeah, he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. That's Mm, a long time. That's a good long life for, uh, you know, kings. I bet he's a a bad king. king. You think he's a bad king? I bet he is. His mother was Jehoiadin from Jerusalem. I don't know. We had two bad kings in a row now. Mm, You're right. You're right. And anyway, this sentence is about to uh, clear cleared up. Okay. So I was wrong. Amaziah did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. Thank God. We got a good uh, king. But not wholeheartedly. Oh, but not. Oh, I see. <laughs> he checked the box. He was reluctant. Whole, um, I mean, good, good for, not necessarily good for reluctant. He just was like checking the box. Doesn't God know what's in your heart? Uh, that's what I heard. So like how would, you know, if he's reluctantly doing it, then how is that, you know, boating with God? Like God would be like, dude, you're not, you're not with this man. I I can't not, tell you. You're not you. doing a great job here. I, I don't believe you, you know? I don't know that God actually... Exists? Yeah, well, right. But beyond <laughs> that, the God in this Bible, as they're describing him, I don't know that he actually does care to read what's in people's hearts. Because sometimes he turns them. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he makes them cold-hearted. Sometimes he makes them have a loving heart. I mean... Well, if you I'm, recall, he didn't even know what the fuck happened to Abel, so... Right. You know, I mean, that was when yeah. there was like four people in the world. Yeah. I just... So. I don't... I think maybe he could, because sometimes he has, but... I mean, yeah. It's either very limited, or he just doesn't give a fuck. It sounds like he just spends a lot of time, like, at the beach. Yeah. And then he pops in every once in a while, like, so let's see what's going on here. Yeah. You know? Somebody fill me in. Right. Priest, yeah. cliff, go! Cliff notes. Cliff Report. Notes. I need cliff notes. Yeah. When Amaziah was well established as king, he executed the officials who had assassinated his father. Mm, yeah, even though his father was an asshat. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Um, does it though? I mean, yeah. They made you king. 
you became king because but those guys didn't... assassinated your father. Right, but if they were willing to assassinate his father, they probably are willing to assassinate anybody. I guess, like, but... I mean, like, once you're a murderer, is there anything really that's stopping you from murdering again? I suppose not. Not having murdered somebody ever, I wouldn't know, but it seems like... That's the way, like, crime escalates. Right, right. Like, once you get away with something, it makes you bold enough to think that you could do it again. Right. And I, I bet their their wish was not for the reign of the same family to stay in power, probably. So Right, exactly. Regardless of how good or bad he is towards God. He's like, not nah, fuck this. So, anyway. However, he did not kill the children of the assassins. That's really nice of him. He's such I, an upstanding I'm, king. I'm glad he didn't kill kids. Yeah. For he obeyed the command of the Lord as written by Moses in the book in the book of the law. Parents must not be put to death for the sins of their children, nor children for the sins of their parents. Those deserving to die must be put to death for their own damn crimes. But they can be punished for generations, according mm-hmm, to God. Mm-hmm. Ten, even. Yeah, Like, lots tenfold. of gener- generations. Yeah, I mean... Like, women today supposedly are still suffering for Eve having eaten the fucking apple. Technically, so. we all are. We're all, according to the Bible, born mm-hmm. with original sin, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Then, then, Amaziah organized the army, assigning, oh, I lost my place, sorry, assigning <laughs> generals and captains for all Judah and Benjamin. Mm. He took a census. Yeah. And found that he had did he an asked army. God if he should take this census before he took it? It doesn't say he did. Because that, that's a touchy subject with God yeah, sometimes. Yeah, no, you know? I know. It doesn't say he did, but it also doesn't say he didn't. Mm. So okay. I I don't know. I'm going to say he didn't or I'll say what I made a point of right. talking about but how apparently awesome this is. generation, they don't care. Right. Okay. The, God seems to care a little bit less about shit every generation. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> so he took his census and found that he had an army of 300,000 select Troops. I wonder if select means capable. Like, what is a scale? I mean, they're select troops, so were they just selected? And were they... Yep, you were selected, so that you're a select troop. Well, no, select select troops in this particular use of the word is going to mean that... I was being, you know... But, like, are they, like, the same as the 30 or the 3? I doubt it. Who could be as good as the 3? Nobody. Right? Nobody. Or the, the five that are the three. Yeah. Or the 30 that have the five that have the three. The 30 that have the five. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't even follow that. Like, that was <laughs> that was too many words. You know I'm easy to fool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, 300,000 select troops, 20 years old and older, all trained in the use of spear and shield. Mm, okay. But not machine gun. No. No. That hadn't been invented yet. Right, right. That would be why. Yep. He also paid about 7,500 pounds of silver. Not not exactly that amount. Just about. About that amount. Approximately. Of silver to hire 100,000 experienced fighting men from Israel. I don't don't feel like um, henchmen... Mercenaries. Hired, hired mercenaries are the way to go when you want to fight wars. No. No, they're they're not because... uh, an army for hire is always for hire. Yeah. Like, and also, notoriously, if you're losing, they're going to just, you know... Desert. Leave. Because they're not willing Why to die you, for yeah, your cause. Like, okay, I'm not going to get paid if I die, so right. see ya. Leave. But a man of God came to him and said, Excuse you, your majesty. Do not hire troops from Israel. Stupid. For the Lord is not with Israel. Hello. Yeah. He will not help those people of Ephraim. 
If you let them go with your troops into battle, you will be defeated by the enemy no matter how well you fight. What are you fucking stupid? Yeah. God will overthrow you for he has the power to help you or to trip you up. The question Duh. is, did he already spend the money? That is a good question. I mean, question. you know, like if you already spent it, he, then he hired you can't them. hurt anything, right? He already hired them. Yeah. So but, might as well just go ahead and send them out like, and then send your troops behind them. But if something. the man of God is telling you don't fucking do it. If you've read any of the reports from previous generations, you don't do it. Right, right. When the man of God tells you that God specifically said a thing, Mm -hmm. don't you, you know, follow that man of God? I mean, if we're going with the Bible, In in Bible canon. If we're going with the preacher on the street, no. Right, right, exactly. Like the guy with the sandwich board ringing the bell, (laughs) shouting about the end is nigh. Did you remember, remember I told you that we, like, I walked like half a block down the street and there was like literally people on the corner of the street. This was like maybe a month and a half, two months ago with like flyers about going to church and God and saving your soul. On our street? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. I Are was you like, serious? What the fuck? You sh- I, I think I do I wish remember. I, had, I, I didn't, they were two old ladies and I didn't want to like, you know, scare them. You didn't want to accost them. Right. Right. And so and- I just went the other way, you know, you were the bigger man. I mean, but, I, I just, well, what are you supposed to do? You know, like yell at two old ladies on the corner of no, a street but we in should a small have, town America? We should have flyers made up, prepared to hand out. Like, right. I will exchange flyers with you. Yeah. You give me yours, I'll give you mine. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I agree. Also, I'm pro-abortion. Do you still want me to have your um, flyer? Right. So, I'm not pro-abortion, pro the right to choose abortion. Yeah, right. Sorry, right. in case there was a question. Yeah. Everybody should get one! <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Right. Okay, Amaziah asked the man of God, but what about all that fucking silver I paid to hire the oh, army of Israel? There you go, there you go. Ooh. The man of God replied, the Lord is able to give you much more than this. Oh, is he okay. now? Well, if, with that promise, would you still send your men's in? I don't know. I'd be wondering where God's getting the silver from. But, you know. <laughs> okay, but like in Bible canon, right? Yeah. Would, I, when, sure, in Bible canon, yes, you always listen to God and you always follow. But like, then they don't. So I'm like, why? If, if it's proven that you're going to die if mm-hmm. you don't listen to God, why are they not listening to God? That's my That's my consistent question going through all this is, Clearly, it wasn't proven. Right. Clearly, it's not as big of a thing as they make it out to be in the Bible. Because if it was as big of a thing as they make it out in the Bible, these fucking kings would be like, oh, God, 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 God. Yeah. There would be no fucking Asherapols. "Eh, Asherapols, you know? Yeah. Let's just do those. Baal, Molech, whatevs. Right. Right. No, that's bullshit. God was... Things were just happening, and mm-hmm. there were gods that people believed in, mm-hmm. much like today. Mm-hmm. And the the reason that we hear about this is because this is the book that survived and the religion that survived. Right. And so they painted all this stuff in the best light they could. And, they and still, that's that. And they still did a really shitty job at that. The truth of the that. matter is they were just medieval assholes killing mm-hmm. each other. It's true. No matter which king it was. It's true. Or which god it was, for that right. matter. exactly. Yeah. So... Amaziah discharged the hired troops and sent them back to Ephraim. Good. Okay. Good, good. This made them very angry with Judah, and they returned home in a great rage. But they got their fucking they money. They got their money back. Like, I'd be I like, fuck, be... I, got some, I got paid and I get to go home? Shit. Right? Like, wait, I got paid to not fight. Right? Why, Excellent. Why would you be angry? It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I don't get it. Then Amaziah summoned his courage and led his army to the Valley of Salt, where they killed 10,000 Edomite troops from Seir. Mm. 
They captured another 10,000 and took them to the top of a cliff and threw them off. Jesus. Gashing them to pieces on the rocks below. That escalated what quickly. What the fuck? That sounds like some Sparta okay, bullshit, okay. doesn't it? All right. It? Yeah, but like you caught 10,000 people, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't kill them? You pushed them like, off a cliff? Why did you like, you left, you kept them alive and like what, shackled them and then took them to the top of a cliff and threw them off of it? You just pushed them Why off? not just kill the fuckers? You're killing them anyway. But the mess is easier to clean up. They're all in a pile in a over there off the cliff. What, they're in, either in a cliff or a fucking, you know, field. Who cares? Because they want that land, probably. And so they're like, mm. what's a good way to get these guys? I don't want to bury all these fucking people. I want this land. I do not want to bury all these fucking people. I know. There's a cliff over there. Let's just push them all off. They'll be piled up dead over there. We'll worry about the stink later. All right. When all we right. invent lime and <laughs> stuff like that sure. to throw over it, right. you know? yeah. Meanwhile, the hired troops, meanwhile, back at the ranch, the hired troops that Amaziah had sent home raided several of the towns of <laughs> Judah between Samaria and Beth Haran. They killed 3,000 people and carried off great quantities of fucking plunder. Damn. Where's where's God getting you back at? It sounds right? like they're just like walking off with some shit because, like, because you fired them. I know. Like, oh, I just can't win here. Right? When King Amaziah returned from slaughtering the Edomites... He brought with him idols taken from the people of Seir. He set them up as his own fucking gods. Wait, what? Bowed down in front of them and offered sacrifices to I them! Thought, exclamation point. I thought this guy was, like, good with God. It said I thought he was, only kind of. Yeah, but, like, only kind of, and he... Okay. He's like, alright, I'll listen to God insofar as I'm not gonna send these fuckers out. But I am going to worship other gods. This is so dumb. Oh, this is stupid. What an idiot. This made the Lord, understandably, uh, yeah. very angry. And he sent a prophet to ask, excuse you? Why do you turn to gods who could not even save their own people from you? <laughs> stupid fuck. But the king interrupted him. I bet he goes, enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. And said, since when have I made you the king's counselor? Be quiet now before I have you killed. Oh, damn. That I mean, that would shut my know, mouth. Right, yeah. <laughs> he just buttered his biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so the prophet stopped with this warning. So he didn't stop. It, right. He he stopped as he as said. He said one more thing. <laughs> yeah. That that's not stopping. That's no, saying it's one more continuing, thing. Continuing. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So he stopped with this warning. I know that God is determined to destroy you because you have done this and have refused to accept my counsel. Would you bother tossing that line over your no, shoulder? No, fucking king's going to... I mean, honestly, based on what he said, he should kill him at this point. Right? I'm not saying that killing's good, but like... The king just a, told you to shut your fucking mouth. You're talking to a king who just threw 10,000 people off of a goddamn cliff. Right? And the people that he hired to try to help him do that just raided this town and killed 3,000 of those people. Uh -huh. And this dude tells his prophet guy... Hey, shut the fuck up or I'm going to kill you. And the dude dares to he, just say one more thing. He's like, oh, yeah? Well, God's going to get you. I mean, just for saving face, you almost have to kill him at that point. I know. Right? It's so true. I'm just saying. Like, if you're a king. Not not normal people. I cannot believe Normal people this... don't have to save face by killing people. No, no. Right, right. <laughs> we're, we're always talking in Bible canon. Right, right. I just can't believe that this guy was allowed to walk out of the room. Right, even. right. After consulting with his advisors, King Amaziah of Judah sent this challenge to Israel's king Jehoash, the son of Jehoaz and grandson of Jehu. Mm, okay. 
Come and meet me in battle, bitch. Mm. But King Jehoash of Israel replied to King Amaziah of Judah with this story. Out in the Lebanon mountains, a thistle sent a message to a mighty cedar tree. Give your daughter in marriage to my son. But just then a wild animal of Lebanon came by and stepped on the thistle, crushing it. You are saying, I have defeated Edom, and you are very proud of it. But my advice is to stay the fuck at home. Why stir up trouble that will only bring you disaster on you and the people of Judah? Right. But Amaziah refused to listen, mm. for God was determined to destroy him for turning to the gods of Edom. <laughs> Wait, That's so why. God made him not listen? Right, apparently. Well, no, God, he wasn't listening, so God's like, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. Well, So God made him ask to go to war got with it. Uh, too powerful of an enemy, apparently. Right. I mean, yeah, that tracks. I guess, <laughs> you know, right. In Bible canon, sure, sure, sure. sure. So King Jehoash of Israel mobilized his army against King Amaziah of Judah. The two armies drew up their battle lines at Beth Shemesh in Judah. Judah was routed by the army of Israel and its army scattered and fled for home. King Jehoash of Israel captured Judah's king Amaziah, son of Joash mm. and grandson of Ahaziah at Beth Shemesh. I hope okay. you're paying attention. I'm not. No, I got it. I, like, I kind of spaced out while I was yeah, reading. Yeah, no, the king, uh, the king, the Judah king. Um, what's his fucking name now? I can't remember. Amaziah. Az yeah, Aziah? yeah, Amaziah. Okay. Um, he, he's got he just got captured at the battlefield. Okay. By the king of Israel. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, where he demolished 600 feetses of Jerusalem's wall for the Ephraim from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate. Okay. Okay. Yep. He carried off all the gold and silver and all the articles from the temple of God that had been made in the care of Obed-Adam. He also seized the treasures of the royal palace along with hostages and then returned to Samaria. Hmm. Okay. King Amaziah of Judah lived for 15 years after the death of King Jehoash of Israel. Got it. The rest of the events in Amaziah's reign from beginning to end are recorded in... Those fucking books. Those fucking books. But I have a question here. Mm-hmm. So, God was going to get him back for not taking those troops mm -hmm. with, you know, like he was going to pay him back, right? Yeah. That never happened. That didn't happen. But to be fair, um, dude was like, okay, I'll listen to you, but I'm going to still worship other gods, though. Okay, but also to be fair, we're talking about God, who's supposed to know your heart, mm -hmm. the future, all past and present events, you right. know, and future events, whatever. This like, is this is where they say, but it's still free will. So why would he claim that he's going to get him back? Because he's giving him rope to hang himself with. The argument is he gave him the choice. If you listen to me and do what I'm telling you and follow me and do all the good, you're going to be so fucking rich. I'm going to give you lots of stuff. And the guy was like, okay, but I'm only going to kind of listen to you. And so God was like, I said, you got to totally listen. Well, I, 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 I just, I always question why God doesn't talk to these kings instead. And he always sends some fucking prophet that they mm -hmm. barely listen to. They're yeah. like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I'll listen this time, if, but not next time. If God really, really wanted, I mean, same thing as why he doesn't show himself today. If God really wanted to make us believe. Right. He right. would reveal himself. I mean, can you imagine if somebody walked up to you and said, God told me to tell you this. Blah, blah, I blah. I would laugh. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, I man? would laugh and then I would call 911. Right? Yeah, because I'd be worried. 
Well, you fucking nutty. Okay, no. If somebody walks up to me and they start telling me, God told me to tell you, blah, 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 I would laugh. I would call 911 not just for my safety, but because I would be worried that this person was having uh, some kind of mental break right. that forced them to come talk to me, of all people. Right. Like, right. why are you even talking to me? I mean, we do run an atheist podcast. True. True. <laughs> And we live across the street from a church. Yeah, yeah. True. So, I'm just, I'm just saying, in the grand scheme of things, you know, if somebody knew who we were. Yeah. yeah, if they knew who we were and they walked up to us and were like, God told me to tell you to stop it. Right. But stop even if they didn't know who we are, if, you know, God actually existed, then, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying, if. I mean. On that, on that, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't even have room in my heart for that if statement. Right. But. You know, I'm just in, saying. In like, Bible canon. <laughs> if our life was in Bible canon. Right, yeah, exactly. So, okay, our life is in Bible canon, and somebody walks up to us and is like, hey, I don't understand anything of these words, but God told me to tell you specifically um, stop preaching what you're preaching on the air. I mean, you're. You, there's a lot of assumptions there, though. Right. Like, you're assuming that these things. That, like, there's proofs happening in the world of God, which I guess some people would claim anyway today. So the answer would still be, I'm not stopping. Right. But would you laugh? I would. La- I'm, I probably would laugh, yeah. And then would you call 911? It depends on how threatened or crazy I thought the person was, I suppose. What if the guy was, like, completely embarrassed and apologetic and was like, I'm really sorry. I'm just, I was led to tell you these words and to deliver this message. That would be a little bit more disturbing, actually. Right? I mean, I'm just saying. Like, right? Maybe that's how people should proselytize. Like, embarrassed. Right, And, yeah. like, like, I, I mean, don't... It would be maybe a little bit more effective, you know? Yeah, like, I don't I don't know what this means. Um, God told me to tell you this, and apparently it's going to mean something to you. Right. I'm really and, sorry. And I'm just going to... I'm going to go on about my day. I'm just the messenger. Please so... don't shoot me. I've delivered the message, and now I'm going to... You know, grocery that would shopping. be so much more effective, I feel, right? than, than how it's done, you know? You're going to burn in hell, motherfucker! Right? Yeah. yeah. No, if people like, just, like, came apologetically to, with a message to you, yeah. that would be so much more And if it was, effective. like, personalized. Right, yeah. And they had no idea what it meant, but you knew what it meant. <laughs> right, right. Right? That, that, that would kind of freak my shit out. I mean, a little bit, yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like if you go to a tarot card reader or right, palm right. reader... You know, it's like they might say something, you know, clock, even a stop clock is right twice a day kind of thing. At this point, it wouldn't really freak me out. No. Like, I, I feel like if we got approached, they know who we are, you know, because here's the thing. I got a random text from somebody like a while back telling me how they like, can I send you scripture? And I'm like, come on, really? <laughs> you just out of the blue texted me asking to send scripture to somebody who runs an atheist fucking podcast. I said, I'll tell you what, do you want uh my atheist podcast and they're like no thanks and i'm like okay great have a great day yeah i don't you need know? scripture i'm already reading but the like i Bible. call bullshit they had like the number that i use that they texted it to is the one that i that i actually have attached to some things uh, for the podcast got it so i call bullshit yeah like i feel like that was like directly intentionally directed at us at your podcast yes. not at you personally correct correct got it yeah got it all right. That's interesting. Did you have anything? Are we done? No, no, oh, I'm not. Still, okay, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. After Amaziah turned away from the Lord, there was a conspiracy against his life in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lashish. 
but his enemy sent assassins after him, and they killed him there. Apparently, he didn't kill enough assassins. Mm, mm. Man. And also, he did not listen to God enough, because no, yeah. not only didn't he get rewarded, he got murdered. Well, there's another dumbass. They brought his body <laughs> back on a horse. Uh, I went through the desert on a horse with no name. Yeah. Felt good to be out of the rain. Mm-hmm. Is that how it goes? I sure. I got. I get quieter when I'm not sure of the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. Okay. It doesn't say that. It he doesn't was, say ceremonially or like in the. But it doesn't say that. But he wasn't buried with the good ones. Right. It just says he was buried there. So what do you think? I think they're leaving that one up because he was good and bad, right? Mm, it's ambiguous. So maybe he was. Maybe he was buried at the edge of the cemetery. They were like sometimes. Like, I don't know. Where should we put? Well, let's just let's put. Well, there's a. There's a spot over there by that oak at the corner. That's going to be you know, the maybe. Yeah. The maybes. Right. The kind ofs. The yeah. half asses. Just throw his ass over there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, really, we could throw him off a cliff and it ain't going to matter, right? Right, right. All right. Well, that was Second Chronicles chapter 25. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow is Saturday. And oh, we'll be it back is. with... Um, Saturday Q&A. And then on Sunday, I think we're planning on doing like a Christmas special-ish type thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so again, we're kind of skipping book club this week and our Patreon as well. Maybe not entirely. We'll see. We might do a Patreon, we'll but it's going to depend. There's winter storms happening. There's Christmas. There's family gatherings. There's a kid who may be with us or not based on the weather. We just, there's we don't a lot know. of things, a lot of things, a lot of stuff up in the air. But I got, I got Hallmark Christmas movies to watch, but we got, we'll have something. We'll have, we'll have something. something. So um, we will see you guys then, and we'll be oh, and we'll be back on Monday again with uh, Second Chronicles chapter twenty six. All right, we will see you guys later. Bye. Oh 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 oh. Merry Christmas and happy holidays and all that good stuff. Happy Saturn Saturn Saturnalia. Saturn. I don't know that one any better than any of the others. Honestly, yeah, I know, right? Happy winter. Or wait, what's the what's the uh, um, Yule? No, the one um, that was made up on Seinfeld. Um, oh, shit. Festivus for the rest y- of us? Yeah, the Happy Festivus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, all the things. Y'all have a good time and stay warm and safe. Stay warm and safe. All right. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? It's late on Saturday. Yeah, so we are late doing our QA saturday i mean to be fair it is the holiday you know weekend thing whatever this yeah, is so today's christmas Eve. and a fuck ton of snow fell here and it was cold as just fucking balls these balls cold as balls yeah. colder than a witch's tit yeah colder than anything that you can think that's the cold seventh circle the of hell that's not cold. It's supposed to be hot. Um, no, actually, if you read Dante's Inferno. Oh, really? Yeah. It's cold. Different circles of hell are different. I think cold would be worse than hot. Probably. Like, if I had to spend an eternity in hell, I'd be more scared of one that was freezing ass cold than one that was burning ass hot. Because burning ass hot, you just go melt. I mean, yeah. Right? Right. At you least just... you're warm. You know? <laughs> not freezing your balls I off. I don't know. About that. I think either one is going to be painful. Mm, yeah. Actually, dying of cold would be better because you lose sense of your extremities and you don't realize got that it. you're dying. You just got to kind of go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to die one way or the other, right. cold might be better. I guess. Don't recommend either. No, no. Let's neither. But let's just say it was uncomfortably warm or uncomfortably cold. Which would you rather have? Um, 
I don't know at this point. I'm old, so <laughs> I'm kind of like I don't I don't want either. Right. Honestly. Right. Yeah, I don't want either. Yeah. Let's just not. I'm just saying, like if you had to pick one. Oh. Okay. Well, if you're hot, you can only take off so much cl- clothing. True. But if you're cold, you can always pile on more. Let's just say either way, you didn't have any clothes to put on. So I'm walking around naked, yeah. either hot or cold. Right. Yeah. Um. Mm, I burn really easily because I'm kind of pale. So you're going to go with cold, huh? I don't know. That's what I'm telling you. Got it. Got it. I I just, I can't pick. What would you choose? Obviously, the I'd heat. go hot, yeah. 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 You burn easily, too, though. I do, but I just, I hate the fucking cold. I just, cold I, is stupid. I just want to be inside on my couch, you know? Yeah. Under an afghan with a nice book. Now, I will say this, with the ability to have clothes, I would rather, you know, it be colder than hotter. Mm -hmm. But in like in, you know, the normal world, like the normal world. But man, when it is this cold. It is cold. It is not good. Miserable. All right. So anyway, anyway, we're randable in here. So we're doing uh, the Saturday Q&A. Yes. Over Second Chronicles chapters 21 through 25. Okay. And do you have anything, did you want to say anything about what we're covering? Or? Um, I was going to talk about the city of David. The city of David, huh? Yeah. Okay, where all them kings are buried? Right. Okay. All right, well, let's get into this and find out about those dead kings. Let's. All right. Okay, so city of David. Yeah. What do you know about it? It's a city that's named David. Right, but do you know anything else about it? Uh, no. Okay, so neither did I, and that's okay. why I was like, I wonder if this thing still exists. Um, there are questions as to its whereabouts. Okay. Because you know, thousands of years ago. Sure. And they believe that they have found it, but there's arguments about it. So it's not a current city that's still active. I'm gonna get to that in a minute. Uh, okay. Um, there's also questions about the uh. Uh, buried kings the cemetery right um they there are a couple of archaeological digs that have maybe come across stuff that might be it and that kind of lends to maybe this was the city of david because they said that they were buried in the house or buried in um you know the royal cemetery right right and back then they would bury people like under their house that's really like a mausoleum like a a lot of rich people in like other countries do that got it um you know, Game of Thrones style sure. kind of thing, you know? Yep, yep. So um, there's all these questions and arguments and archaeological digs. So that's the science and geography side of it, okay? Okay. Basically, the answer is, uh, maybe. Right. I mean, it, it, it did exist. Okay. Um, so historically, is, they know that it existed. Mm-hmm. And there are clues and hints that we might know where it is, but nothing definitive. Got it. Okay? Got it. Now, here's the fun side. Okay. So, there is a tourism park okay. that is called the City of David that you can actually go visit. Okay. And um, I'm on their homepage currently. <laughs> and this thing is amazing. They have two different languages, one of which is English. So, sure. I, you go to their website. And this wasn't hard to find. I typed in City of David. It's even linked to as the official, quote unquote, official a site from Wikipedia Got as it. one of the, you know, when it shows the outer sources or right, right. whatever. So, I mean, this is not like uh, something that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. 
This was very easy to find, okay? I found sure. it twice. Once through just a simple Google search and once through Wikipedia. Got it. Okay? So I'm on their website and I changed to English because obviously it pops up to the local language of the area. Sure. And um, we've got tours and attractions, visitor information, news and events, okay? And I thought, what all do you get and how much does this cost? And <laughs> I mean, th I was like just entranced with this what sure. all happens yeah. there okay so if you go to tours and attractions right um you get a uh uh what's it called you get a, a price list okay okay yeah and i was like oh yes i must know how much does it cost to get into the city of david right right so there's an entrance fee and it's all listed in um nis which is the um the local dollar. Israeli dollar or something? Yeah, it's like the national Israeli, I forget what it's called. Yeah, but I think anyway, they call it the shekel now, so. Oh, that's that's exactly what it is. It's um is the national Israeli shekel, NIS, that's right. what it is. okay. And so um, to get the biblical city of David guided tour for an adult is 65 shekels, um, which converts to American dollars. Uh, $18.55. So wow. for less than $20, you can get in. Yeah. Okay. And then um, there are private tour guide prices at for various minutes from anywhere from two hours up to the expert guide of four hours. Mm -hmm. And that costs 1,350 shekels. Okay. Which comes to, hold on, let me. Do the um, math. Yeah, do the math. I, I did this earlier and just took screenshots so that <laughs> right. I could reference it quickly. Gotcha. Um, $385 and change. Okay. So for $385, we can get in and get a four-hour expert guided biblical tour of the city of David. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I just will say. I'm like, assuming this what? is like a recreated version of the city of David or what is this? Well, there's different sites that they show you. Um, let me just do the the tour here okay so mm -hmm. now we've got our tickets um here's the hours of operation okay i mean this is like a theme park okay okay um there's it the park is open during the winter so currently for us yeah although isn't it like opposite season on that side of no. the world no okay no. i don't remember oh i'm thinking like east and west versus north and south yeah yeah yeah, yeah. because australia is yes is in the, definitely australia the is upside the down yeah okay okay so the winter schedule, so right now, um, the park is open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay. Except for the water system, I'll get to that in a minute, is only open till 3. Mm. Okay? Okay. And then that's Sunday through Thursday. On Fridays... Wait, they're open on Sundays? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Because um, their Sabbath is Saturday. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. That's right. Their holy day is Sorry, on Sunday. Was, You're yeah. thinking Christian no, America, yeah, no, no, my not um, Jewish I apologize. other countries. I yeah. apologize. Yeah. And so that's Sunday through Thursday. Fridays are only open 8 to 2, and the water system is only available till noon. Okay? Now, the summer schedule, a little bit later, but we're not in summer, so right, right. who cares about that, right? Because right? yeah, we're going to go tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as soon as we can, right? I, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm just like, let's go. Okay, so let's look at the tours and attractions, shall okay. we? Sure. Okay, so you get to scroll down this list and they have various activities. So there's Hallelujah 
and that park is open right now and it is the performance at the city of david now lighting up the night again hallelujah the beloved nighttime show that offers visitors a fascinating nighttime experience in a light show projected directly onto the ruins of the city of david has been renewed with fascinating content and pyrotechnics using effects of fire and water for a breathtaking experience. So that was hallelujah. Okay. okay. Now we've got um, history comes to life with the tours of B biblical Jerusalem. Journey through the underground tunnels through which the city was conquered and residents fled. Go down to the hidden spring where kings were coronated. Explore the underground mysteries of Hezekiah's tunnel where water has flowed since the time of the prophets. Hezekiah's tunnel, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. None of this, like, did any of this spark, like, some nude rabbit holes for you? Because that sparks a thought for me there. Mm -hmm. Just hang on. Okay. okay. Join the mysterious magical journey between ancient shafts. You said shafts. Huh. Walls and fortresses at the city of David, the place where Jerusalem began. Okay. And new, the Spring Tower presentation. We invite you to feel the story of the Gihon Spring. In a multi-sensory presentation, which will draw you into the past, moments before your entrance into the water system, entrance to the presentation is included in the ticket price. Okay. You get to touch the water. But Great. what I read is that the water, due to um, the changing water system, like, you know, how water flows differently over time. Yeah. It, it's no longer naturally pumped. It's Or it's no longer natural. It's now, like, manually pumped in. Got it. So okay. there's that. That's the water thing. Right. So there's like a fucking water park. Um, let's see. You get a panoramic view of the surrounding area. You get to um, engage in a palace excavation. And <laughs> um, you get to see the royal acropolis and remnants of the remarkable homes from the big, big capital letters, biblical period. Mm. Yeah. The underground water system from the time of Abraham. Wow. including recent discoveries of the Canaanite fortress that guarded ancient Jerusalem's main water source, the Gihon Spring. Wow. Right? Walk to lantern lights through the famous Hezekiah's Tunnel, the Shaloa Tunnel. Complete water track. Walk through the dry Canaanite Tunnel for those who prefer the dry track. Okay. Okay. I know you are just so excited about this. I mean, no. No? No. No? Okay, here's some news and events. Don't you want to hear? Are we like an advertising campaign I'm, for the city of David? I am enthralled because this is all bullshit. Yeah. It's all fucking bullshit, but I still want to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they, they recently discovered the biblical earthquake. You will flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, which is from... Um, Zechariah chapter 14, okay. which we haven't got to yet, right. but there's a famous earthquake. The famous earthquake, which occurred in Israel about 2,800 years ago, appears in the Bible and was previously exposed in several sites throughout Israel. But researchers believe that for the first time, they were able to identify remnants of destruction, indicating that the earthquake also hit Jerusalem, mm. the capital of Judah. I mean, earthquakes do travel a bit, so... Yeah, but know. that news, I was like, I never read that anywhere but this park. Well, I mean, now. it might be somewhere. Who knows? But yeah. So, we, didn't, we didn't do a lot of research, did we? I didn't do a lot of research because I was looking up 
um, but where is it and does it exist? Right. And the park is the only thing. I see. So that's why I started with the facts, which the facts are we don't know where the city of David is located. Okay. They put a park where it could have been located. Got it. It might have been there. Who knows? Right. And um, there there were also some recent digs that discover... Oh, I already said that. The kings and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's also these like really cool steps that may or may not have been there since the time of David. But most archaeologists think that these steps were probably a few hundred to a few thousand years after the time of David. A few hundred to a few thousand. Sure. Huh? Okay. Sure. All right. Sure. Still old, but not like, you know, Bible old. <laughs> well, if we're talking a few thousand, then yeah. that would be that would be like present day. Oh, yeah. I guess so, not a few thousand. Yeah. A few hundred years off, I guess. Okay. Okay. All right. So anyway, I just, I thought that was fun. So does the city of David exist? Yes. Yes, it does. Do we know where it is? Yes, it no. did. No. Does, no, we don't. It's a different story. Correct. Correct. Right. Was it a real city? Yes, it was. Do we know where it is? No, we don't. Okay. Was but we know where the fucking theme park is. We sure as fuck do. Okay. And does wife want to go? Yes, she does. Yes, yes, she does. Does husband want to go? No, no, he does no, not. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I thought it would be fun. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I mean, get it. let's say that we're like, you know, on our fucking uh, tour of the world with our podcast, right? Yeah. And we're in the I area. I mean, obviously, this is one that we have to hit. Yeah. Right? If we're in the area... Yeah. Why wouldn't we go to the fucking no, theme I mean, park? We also have to go to the the Ark thing that's right down the street oh from us, basically. Oh my god! Not See, down the street. I right don't want to go to the Creation Museum. I'm just saying. I don't want to, and you do. I don't want to. I feel like we have to. <sighs> I feel like we have to go in there as atheist podcasters, and we have to see it for our own eyes. I am dreading that because I know you're going to make me go at some point. I just I don't it's know how be we're going to do. It. I don't know how we're going to do it. Maybe we should see if any other listeners that live in, like, the Dayton, Kentucky area want to go. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. just make a thing of it. We'll go down as a group, you know? I would only want to go if, like, we could promise ahead of time that none of us are going to be obnoxious. Because I'm not yeah. trying to get no, thrown I, I out. Wanna, I'm not I, trying I, to I get do want to see. Yeah, this isn't a confrontational thing. I just want to, like, see it so I can make fun of it afterwards. Right. And definitely get some pictures and shit, you know? Right. Right? But, I mean, I'm not trying to convert anybody on the prom- premises. No. Because that's a lost it's cause. pointless, yeah. But if there's anybody that is interested in going with us to the Ark, like, we would love to get together for coffee before we go down there and then all go as a group. That would be fun. That would be fun. Maybe we should put that on our, like, spring list of, you know, bucket list things we want to yeah, do. Yeah, we should put an event up. Year. Like, we should make an event. Yeah. And uh, sometime in the spring or summer this coming year, yeah. we ought to go down to the fucking Creation Museum. All right. Yeah. All right. I, and anybody I, that wants to come with us, you know, they can come with us. I definitely want to get a lunch out of this. I feel like I am owed a lunch. You think at so? That point. Yeah. I'll buy you a fucking lunch. Okay. You know what? I bet even one of our followers that come down might even buy you lunch. No, I'm not asking them to buy me lunch. I'm just saying they, they probably no. yeah, they probably would, though. I want you, know? you to buy me lunch. I'm bu- Okay. What do you want for lunch? I don't know what's in the area. We're driving down. You can have lunch anywhere you want to have lunch. I mean, it would be like horrible. Wait, 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 wait. No, if we're going to the ARC thing, don't we have to go and eat food at the arc um you know oh yeah we we'd have to go to like the there. their thing you know like they've yeah. got a, i'm sure they've got a thing maybe they have a chick-fil-a on the premises 
Oh my. That's probably true. Yeah. Okay. Well. So that was that was our Q and A for today. That was my Q and A because I couldn't really it was find. Kind a of lot. a piss poor Q and A. It was fun. It was okay. It was a lot fun. of fun. For three hundred and eighty-five dollars, we will get a four-hour expert guided tour. Four-hour tour. That's right. Yeah. That's like a hundred dollars yeah. per hour. I'd have to come up with a song for that, like. That song already exists. I know, but not the version of King David four-hour tour. Oh my god, you're you know, an idiot! I'm just saying, I got to come up with new words for the song. That's okay. All. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, that was our Q and A for today. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll be back with um, our replay mm-hmm. tomorrow. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm thinking as I'm saying. I know. And uh, and we're we're probably gonna have a. We think we're gonna have a Christmas special. We think. We're just, it's still it's in the works. It's still Saturday night, Christmas Eve, and we got to think about what we're gonna do. And just in case there was any question about it, yes, yes, we kind of suck. Oh, that, I don't think anybody ever doubted that. No. I think all of our listeners and fans know. I mean, that they just listened to an entire long episode after time is for the King of David <laughs> theme park. So. I mean, you gotta know I was reading all that shit with tongue in cheek, right? Right. No, I I get it. But I, I do it. I do want to go though. Right. Not yeah. lying. I do. I just go. we didn't really learn anything today other than we learned that there's a theme park there. We did. We learned that there's a theme park somewhere that that the city of David might have been. Probably not though. Probably not though. Is my guess. That's my guess too. Okay. But uh, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, that was uh, Q and A Saturday for chapters twenty one through twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second Chronicles, and yeah. uh, we'll see you guys for whatever comes next. Yes, and happy Christmas to everybody who celebrates it, and happy winter, stay warm for everybody else, question mark? Happy Festivus, happy Saturnalia, happy whatever the hell you celebrate or don't celebrate. Happy fuck off day, I don't fucking care. Yeah, have you a know? nice, I mean, have not, a nice not, everything. I'm not telling you to fuck off, I'm just saying, you know, whatever, just maybe today's the day you fuck off, you know, you're... <laughs> Today's the day I have decided to fuck off. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Treat each other well, be warm, etc. Right. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Husband. Wife. Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Saturnalia. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Do you know what we're going to be talking about today? I think you said we're talking about Santa. We're talking about Santa. Yeah. Is he naughty or is he nice? Uh, is he real or is he not? Should we tell the children? That's a great question. That's what this episode's about. All right, well, let's just jump right into it then. Okay. Okay, before we get into what the, uh, research says. Okay. Tell me your thoughts about Santa and how you feel about it, and what Santa was like in your childhood, and um, how we deal with Santa with our kids. Well, that's a big lot of questions you just asked me there. How do you feel about Santa? I'm going to start with my childhood. Okay. Okay. In my childhood, I had fond memories of Christmas, Mm -hmm. and we did lots of things around Christmas time, went and saw lights, and did caroling, and had family get-togethers, and, you know, Santa was definitely part of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Did you go to see Santa? I yeah, Maybe a couple of times. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely did. Um, it wasn't something that, like, sticks out in my memory exactly. Um, but I do recall that we started questioning things pretty early 
on and uh we were i think it started with the tooth fairy because we caught our parents you know putting something under our pillows (laughs) and then oh no and then it then it you know it it fell apart when we started finding christmas gifts that came from santa Mm. because you know Mm -hmm. we were the kids that looked for our christmas gifts you were such little assholes yeah yeah so (laughs) seriously you guys were assholes (laughs) but i i guess personally personally and and i didn't grow up in a religious household so it wasn't like part of the big like there wasn't a big uh to do except for you know once a year santa came right right um so what fell apart for me was the person who brought the gifts Mm -hmm. you know i'm like oh well it's my parents okay whatever like right did you feel betrayed when you found out? I like, really didn't. What liars! I can never trust them again, those fuckers! I gotta say I didn't. But then again, and, and, and I qualified this because I it wasn't part of a big religious rigmarole that we went through every year. Right. It was just Santa, that's it. Right. You know, like, we, we had these weird things that were just things, and that's all they were. What weird things? What do you mean? Tooth fairy. Oh, um, you Easter know, bunny. Easter bunny. Santa... Whatever, you know, mm-hmm. all, all the, the fairy tale, holiday mythological, related. you know, holiday related figures that Got pop it. up in people's lives, right? Yeah. And it it didn't really, it didn't bother me that he wasn't real. Not that I recall. So let me tell you my upbringing with Santa, okay? Okay. Santa was a big fucking deal when we were kids. Yeah. And part of it is because my dad was in the Air Force and he worked shift work and sometimes... You know, he got sent away on TDY, so he wasn't always home. So Christmas was not necessarily always on December 25th for us. It was when dad could be present for it. Sure. And it was a big deal because, you know, we we planned family time around dad being home to do Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So Christmas for us was more about family than the date on the calendar or whatever religious stuff might be related to it. Because we we weren't raised religious either. Right. But my mom and dad, like, they went a long way to make us believe in Santa. Um, Like, I can remember one year my mom um, put some powder down on the ground and then (laughs) used one of my dad's combat boots to put a footprint in the powder. Now, there wasn't even any snow. Like, I know this now. Right. So I'm like, why would Santa... But obviously, Santa brought the snow with him. Yeah, from the North Pole. Yeah. Obviously. Right. And, um, like, another time they had, like... Um, uh, I think they did, like, crumpled up Oreos or something as coal. Right. You know, that they left um, just a little trail. Sure. And, you know, just fun stuff like that, right? Right, right. And I have no idea when we stopped actually believing that Santa was magical. But here's the thing. My parents never came out and admitted, fact on fact, there is no such thing as Santa and we are Santa. Right. Because when asked, they always said, and I love this, and this is what I've always said to our kids, Santa is as real as you want him to be because Santa is about the magic of Christmas and love and giving and being together with your family. Right. And that was the best possible way that they could say, of course he doesn't exist, stupid. Right. But play along because it's fucking fun. And we always did and we always have. Sure. And that's what I always told my kids. Yep. And I just love that because it's like fun and, you know, 
you get to play along with your parents. Right, right. I I think, and, and I'm only gauging this on my upbringing. I don't feel like, you know, introducing this figment of your imagination into um, a holiday festival type thing does. I, I I could be wrong. I don't feel like it does a lot of harm though if it's done correctly. But I I right. also at the same time recognize that. It, it is. is part of a larger thing, which is religion, mm-hmm. that does do harm and can, with the whole bit that goes along with it, cause well, even more harm. And the um, the whole consumerism part of it, of gift, gift, right. gift, gift. Well, and, and that, I think, so my parents, we did, there was a couple of years where we did, like, homemade gifts for, mm-hmm. for Christmas and stuff like that, that we did family get-togethers and it was all homemade gifts. So, I mean, I... It wasn't like that every year, and obviously that's not what we do anymore. But like, we try. My my family tried to make it about giving and, and the right thing, family, than more so than about right. consumerism and religion. Right. So no, totally, totally. I think our family did it differently than yours, obviously. Yeah. But I think that the reasoning was the same to put a big emphasis on family and. Loving each other. Right, right. And making it that one time of year when you focus on trying to be around each other and enjoy each other's company. And that's where I take issue with it. That one time of year. Right. You know? Well, it's... When when I say that one time of year when we focus right. on it, that doesn't mean that you don't be that way or that you shouldn't be that way all the time. Right. But it is good to have, I think... I, I think that we should always be good to each other, but I also think that it is good to have an annual reminder of, hey, you know that thing you're supposed to do all year round? Right. Like, actually focus on it. It's kind of like Thanksgiving and the whole gratitude thing, how it's become so gross. Yeah. And I hate seeing people's gratitude fucking posts every November. Right. But on the same token, I think it is good to have an annual remembrance of, hey, you should be grateful every day. You should find a reason to be happy every day. But definitely this time period, we're going to focus on it just in case you forgot. Got it. So I think it's, it's like you said, it should always be there, but it's become gross. I don't know. I struggle with this one in my head. I, I mm-hmm. don't really. Um, the back and forth. I'm not as much pro Santa as you are. Well, but I have nostalgia related to it. Yeah. So, let's see what some of the research says. Okay. Okay, I'll start with the bad. Okay? Sure. There's parents um, question the morality of telling an extended lie to their children. Yeah. Which, um, you know, could erode trust. Sure. Okay? Yeah. It also raises concerns regarding whether their children will lose trust in them once they discover the truth, which is what I just said. Yeah. And um, then there's also, what about kids on who are neurodivergent, who are maybe on the autism spectrum, they require specific and targeted understanding of truth and fact versus imagination and fantasy. Right. And that makes it really hard for them to discern, you know, what is real. Right. Right. Um, Then there's uh, the race factor as well, which many see Santa as just another white male that we're forcing children to obey. Right. Um, and, you know, speaking of the race factor, there's a bunch of people that are like, Santa's white. 
And it's like, he's imaginary. He's whatever. He's whatever you want him to be. Yeah. He's every race. Right. He's all the races. Right. He's the best of everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, duh. Um, then there's uh, the negativity of using Santa only as a way to threaten against bad behavior. Right. Which, right. you know, that's shitty. Yeah. Like, you're only going to get presents if you are good. Right. And... If you're bad, Santa's not going to bring you shit. Yeah, that's a fucking, that's a, that's a lot of weight to carry on a kid. Yeah, You know, yeah. like thinking you're going to get punished by this imaginary figure. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially religion, too. Yes. So, you Which, know. yeah, they are definitely related. And then finally, there's uh, the economic, the economically oppressed children. They're not going to get nice gifts from Santa. Right. So, is it really fair that, like, in our house, we've always made the ridiculously expensive stuff if we're able to get something like that we always make that the thing that's from santa because clearly that's not something that mom and dad would give right 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 and there are people saying it should be the other way around that santa should bring the small junk not the expensive shit yeah well i think early on with our kids and and we did do santa Mm -hmm. um early on with our kids we told them not to like talk about their gifts at school and stuff too Mm -hmm. because we were concerned about people that didn't have as much or weren't able to you know and and vice versa like there might be people that have more than our kid you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's it's one of those things that it can show the disparage uh, sorry the discrepancies in how much you know one person makes versus another and that's Mm -hmm. like it to a kid it just seems unfair and it is unfair right so that's all the bad stuff. How do you feel about, like, the lie? I... Do you hmm. feel like it pushes a bad sense of morality? So we have two kids, both of them are which are now adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we've had discussions with both of them, I think, about this mm-hmm. after they were adults. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like it hurt them. Like, I don't feel like it was a thing that caused a problem in our relationship or anything like that. And I do think that they had fun with the whole Santa thing at some level. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess. I mean, we in still, our case, in we our still give our kids a gift from Santa. Right, right. In our case, I, I guess I'm okay with it, and you know, I it's it's fine. You right. know, I again, just my personal opinion. I'm not big on Santa. I don't like pushing. I, there's so many things that I'm against with regard to Santa and it goes to consumerism and religion and things like that. But at the same time, we've never done those specific things. You know, like it's never been about you have to give this to that person and you have right. to, you know, like that's never been what it's been about. Our kids have always gotten the thing that we were excited to get them because it was something that they wanted more than anything in the world. Or because, didn't even know that needed. they wanted. Yeah. So, um, that's what it's always been with us is like we got them something to help further their art or their working out or whatever it was. You know, that was what we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, something related to their personal interests. I don't know. I, I don't have I a great answer. I realize that you were so anti-Santa. This is such a odd discussion to be having. I am not. Hmm. You I sound like you're anti-Santa. I'm anti-Santa because of what it represents in the grander scheme. I'm You're not anti-American Santa. like I, at a personal <laughs> level, like we manage, we're parents, right? And we manage it the way we manage it. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay knowing how we manage it, that we manage it, that we, that we handle it correctly. Mm-hmm. Like we handle it in a way in which I don't think it's going to damage our kids. 
in a way in which I think it makes it fun and better and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, but I don't think that the idea in general is a good thing. So if you could go back in time, would you not do Santa in our household? Oh my I don't God, know. that I... pregnant silence. Holy shit. I don't know. Wow. That's amazing. I had no idea. This conversation <laughs> is like literally rocking me off my chair. Um, how do you feel about, um, not, obviously it didn't erode their trust in us. Do you feel like it taught them, you know, that lying is okay or whatever? No, I don't think that that happened. Okay. So you might not do Santa if we went back in time. I still would. But no, I, I get it. I get it. And again, I, I think that as it, re as it comes down to me and you, I'm fine with the way we do it. Like, you know, you've always been big on Christmas and, and I have fond memories of Christmas as well. So like, I'm not against doing Christmas. It's just, I guess with hindsight as to partly for what we're doing now, partly some of the people that I've talked to partly just, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I'd be for it being who I am now if I went back 20 years. That's you know? so interesting. So. Wow. I'm, I'm shooketh. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what some of the researchers say are good about Santa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It does help preserve the magic of the season. Also, it is a natural part of a child, of child development to have an imaginative thought process. Right. So it does encourage that part of their brain. Sure. And believing in things that grown-ups don't is a perfectly normal part of childhood, from fairies in the garden to monsters under the bed. Sure. Things like that. Imaginary friends. Right. So, like, that is not only normal, but encouraged. Right. Um, because it is part of their natural development. Right. Also, believing in joy and goodwill sure. is, you know, a good thing to encourage, <laughs> Yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, Here's another thing I found interesting because this is something that is discussed in um, certain types, certain types of therapy for mental health. Looking forward to Christmas Day provides hits of anticipatory dopamine. Yeah. And um, there's this whole list of uh, things that you're supposed to do for like providing yourself happiness. One of them is planning out things to look forward to. Gotcha. And Christmas Day is Provides one of the one biggest. Of those, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a it's easy, funny. It's, it's funny you said that because like when I was growing up, like Christmas Day was my brother and I, we would get up at like five mm -hmm. in the morning, you mm -hmm. know, and tiptoe down the stairs and like look, see what we could see. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, wait until like six o'clock hit because we're like, that's a reasonable hour. Right. And then we go knock on our parents' door and be like, get up. Now. Now. <laughs> But our kids, our kids slept in. Oh my God! You couldn't get them up on Christmas Day. I mean, They're like, it would be like ten a.m. and we would be like, "Okay, the day's getting away from us. Let's do Christmas." Right? We're like, we're like, get up, Christmas. Santa's been here, and they're like, "Oh, can you wait me in like a half an hour?" And we're like, "No, we already did that." Twice. I mean, this is even like early on. Yeah. Even when when our kid was like little, little. They didn't want to get up for Christmas. No, neither one of them. There was never an anticipatory and I, response I got up early to Christmas too. Day. Like, when I was a kid, me and my sister, um, on Christmas Eve, we would share a room. 
so right. that probably so that my parents could make sure right. that we were of locked course. in safely <laughs> to one little area, not tiptoeing around. Right? right. Right. And did you and your brother share a room uh, on Christmas Eve? So, I mean, we shared a room for some years, but then no, after a certain point. Mm. So, yeah. So I mean, we didn't have we had separate rooms, but it was just on Christmas Eve. Right. We shared a room so that we would get up together. Right. And yeah, we were always up by eight a.m. Like gotcha. Yeah, I we mean, were up before that. So. Right. I mean, that makes sense. I think that's the way most kids are. But yeah, our kids were like, we'll get there when they get there. The presents ain't going nowhere. Right. And we're like, but the cat's getting into stuff. <laughs> and, and we're hungry. And we stayed up all night wrapping shit last minute. We're like ready yeah, to if we're get up, Christmas then you on. fuckers should be up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Okay, so here's another thing that researchers say. In taking children to see animated movies, and, like, there was a list of, like, the really popular um, Disney movies, like Frozen and Moana, you know, Encanto, for God's sakes. Right. Or reading fun books, and they listed fun fantasy books, like Harry Potter's the obvious big one, but there's also, you know, Chronicles of Narnia and, and other kid books, right? Yep. And in dressing them up for Halloween, we're involving children in fantasy worlds, and that's as it should be. Right. We should be providing these fun things, these fun experiences for our kids. Yeah. And Santa is one of those, I guess. And, they say. and again, I'm torn on the subject. I'm mm-hmm. not. I, I'm torn because I, I don't like what Santa and Christmas has come to stand for. Right. It's not family anymore. It's well, really I mean, just not. It's kind of like, do you like America? And the answer is uh, mixed bag. I like what it could be and should be, but not what it is. Is that how I, you feel about Christmas? Yeah, like I kind of like how we do our Christmas now. We do our Christmas very minimal, and we don't even sell or uh, decorate. No, like, not we really. don't even have a tree up this year. Yeah, no, and um, we just we spend time with family and we we give gifts that we know our kids are gonna like and mm-hmm. and you know we just enjoy our time with them. That's all. Mostly we do family stuff. Like, um, we always start the day unwrapping presents and then we go to your mom's for like dinner, which is actually like just late lunch. Right. And then we go to my parents for like coffee and pie and cake and whatever. Sure. And then that's pretty much it. And we get to see our siblings. Yeah. And yeah. No, it's, I mean, that's, and that's, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm. We're in the middle of this podcast and I'm sitting here just analyzing my thoughts and I'm not really, I'm not really sure, but I don't think that you have to be sure. I, I think that, I think you just not, you can't, you just have to not be an asshole, right? You, you right. can't use Santa as a punishment avenue. You can't use um, religion the same way. Like that's what, that's a big hang up that I have with mm-hmm. religion is the way it's utilized on kids as a punishment and a fear thing. Right. Um, so I, I guess it's in how it's implemented at the household level. Really? Yeah. Um, I can remember my first reaction on reading an article about how you shouldn't give, um, the expensive gift from Santa, um, to your kids because, you know, economically oppressed kids don't get fancy shit from Santa. Yeah. I remember my first initial reaction was like, excuse you. Telling me how to do my Santa. I'll give what the fuck I want. But no, see, like, that makes sense to me. No, well, that's what I'm saying. My initial right, reaction right. was like, um, the hell you say, stop bossing me around. But, like, that was two years ago. And over the last two years, that article 
has sat with me. Yeah. And I'm still kind of like, I'll do it the way I want. But I'm also like, but yeah, that makes sense, though. Right. Uh, if we could all agree, if we could all agree, right, that Santa only gives small trinkets or something, right? Mm-hmm. That would make it a little bit more fair for kids across the world, you know, like across right. the country or whatever. Because they wouldn't be as put out if Santa didn't get them the, you know, Fucking whatever. PS2 or whatever the fuck the new thing yeah, is. Yeah, the big stuff came from the parents. It wasn't something Santa didn't get them. Right. You know, but the expectation is that you can ask, the, the expectation is that you can ask Santa for whatever you want and you'll get something on that list. Right. 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 Like at least. Yeah. And then some kids get it all mm-hmm. and some kids get maybe one thing or maybe not. Yeah. You know, like, Maybe so I mean, and then when that gets broken out at the, you know, friend level, when you, when you're talking about it at the school the next day mm-hmm. or the next week, whatever, um, that's when the problems start setting in. Like, wait, why would Santa bring you this? And I got that. Right. You know, I only got this socks. This is fucked up. It's fucked up. And you got all the, you know, new games and right. shit, right. whatever, expensive things. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's, and then parents have to start backpedaling and making excuses as to why our version of Santa is different from Tommy's version of Santa. Right. You know, like why did they get that and I only got this? You know, and then and then it forces the parents to increase that lie mm-hmm. or have a sit down and you know whatever. Right. I mean, I don't think that ever really happened in our case, but mm-hmm. it could. It could. Right. And right. I could see. I mean, we we were never. We're not, we're not rich. We're not. We always, we always made enough money to get something nice for our kids. You know, so right. I don't feel like they ever wanted for what they they didn't care what the other kids got. They got what they wanted. You right. know, and but there's there's a poor kid out there that didn't get probably anything, anything for Christmas. Of course, and sitting there just you know sad as fuck. Why can doesn't be, Santa like me or whatever? Why right. don't I deserve? You know, how bad am I that even Santa didn't bring me in? Right, and their parents might have even got mad at them for even asking, Right. you know, about Santa or getting gifts and stuff, right. you know? So, I mean, you just don't know what's what kind of trauma is happening because of the holiday and the other kids around you. So. Right, and, like, I can see somebody like my parents being like, you know, well, why is it, why are other kids my responsibility? And, like, I guess that was kind of my initial reaction was, and, and I'm not proud of my initial reaction, to be clear. Okay. Yeah. My initial reaction was like, well, why do I have to worry about other people's households and what Santa's bringing other kids and blah, 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 blah. But that is such a like self-centered, small-minded way of thinking of it. Right. And I mean, on the one hand, I do want to make sure that my kids get something good for Christmas, whether it's from me or Santa. Sure. And I don't want to have to worry about other kids. Right. And I guess I resent the fact that, but I do though. I guess this I do, is why I struggle. I do with have the, to worry about other kids. This is why I struggle with the question of Santa because if mm-hmm. we had a, if we had a real discussion about the meaning behind Christmas, right? And and our kids understood that we were the ones getting the gifts and they were the ones giving the gifts, etc. Mm-hmm. You know, at that level, then there's no longer this problem of of Santa gave us this, but you didn't get that. Right. You know, there's no longer this question as to um, whether or not it's a, a punishment from some imaginary thing or from your right. parents. You know, like right. it it doesn't it's less repressive, I feel, 
to do it a different way, to do it in, in a way that maybe Santa represents um, a time to show love to your family and giving and, you know, maybe Santa just shows up to reinforce that everyone's giving something and treating you right and everything like that. But it's in the way that we state what Christmas is and what Santa's about that will define how you relay that to other people in your life, including kids at an elementary school level that relay it to their friends. And, and that's where the problem comes in. I mean, you and I don't even participate in family gift exchanges partly because of this. Right. Because it's pointless. Well, that, and we don't have enough money for all of our family members. Right. And it's not to do that. And to get our kids the things that we want to get them. Well, and essentially, why don't you just all take out a $10 bill and just swap it with each other? Right. Like, it's the stupidest shit. Yeah. I've never, 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 never understood gift exchanges. I don't either. I'm like, there's always like a dollar limit. And I'm like, okay, can I just take that dollar limit and go, you know, get get my own shit that I want? Yeah. Because this is stupid. Because how many times have you ever just said, I have $25 just to spend on myself for something fun? It's much less stress to just enjoy your family. Like, can we just, like, skip the gift giving between the the extended family and just, let's just enjoy our time? Right. Well, like, just this evening, it occurred to me, I said to you, oh, my God, it's Christmas Eve. And because our um, kids aren't with us this year. Yeah. And it's just me and you. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't really decorate, we didn't put up a tree or anything. And I was like, oh my God, it's Christmas Eve. And yeah, we have plans to go see our families tomorrow, but you and I specifically, we did not get each other even one thing. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I feel like shit. And you were like, oh shit, me too. And I was like, that's crappy. Like we have nothing to unwrap from each other tomorrow. And then you were like, let's just get out our phones and each order something. And I was like, for each other or for ourselves? And you were like, well, for ourselves. Yeah. Because uh, if I'm being honest, like, there are specific things that I want, and I want to, like, be free to buy them without feeling guilty. Like, I'm not going to go out book shopping right, right the now. The gift I'm going to give you right now is the free pass of not feeling yeah, guilty for spending, like, 40 bucks, you know, or yeah. whatever, you know. Go buy yourself a couple books, whatever book you want. I know that's what you want. I don't know what book you want. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, anytime I've ever asked you like to buy me books, I give you a specific list of here are five books that I want. Pick one or two to get for me. Right. I might as well just get them myself. I agree. And I mean, I mean, I mean, you, I, hmm. I, to me, I guess like I enjoy, you know, this, like when our kid, when, when our kid got sick, I would go and like on the way back from the doctor's office, I would run into a store and get their medicine and I'd come up with a thing of Legos or something. Every single time, 100%. Or you would swing by one of the game stores and... Buy a video game Buy a video game. 100%. Every time I'm like, where the fuck are we going? This isn't the way home. And you would stop every time (laughs) and get our sick kid something to cheer them up. But why? Because you buy presents all the time throughout the year to make your child happy. It right. doesn't have to be on Christmas. Exactly. Which is the point that I think you were trying to ultimately make. Yes. That we try to get something for each other, for our kid, whatever. I mean, okay, yeah, we don't have anything for each other for Christmas under the tree. But how many times have you walked into the house with something that like, oh, I saw this and thought of you. Right. or Or, hey, I stopped at the grocery store and, and they of- had they had a bag of candy on sale half off so i got you too right 
Like, that sounds stupid, but you guys, if you are not buying your significant other or your babies something small and stupid that you know that they like, you're doing life wrong. Right, right. If if you've got the money for a little bit extra something stupid right. every once in a while. Yeah. I I guess that's, yeah, that's my point. And I, if you, I, don't, I don't, my point, is, my, what's my point? My point is. Love each other. Yeah, just be, yeah. Love each other all the time. Be nice to each other all the time. And if you don't have the money to buy stupid somethings, come in all the time and tell your people that you love tell them you love them use those words write them on a sticky note hey i like your stupid hair today right you know and that whole thing where you get a gift and you're like this sucks why 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 do we do this to each other why do we Mm-mm. why not just get the gift you want exactly you know? exactly like i the the part that's important is the family is the love is mm-hmm. the being together yeah it's not the fucking gifts. It's not the gifts, you guys. So, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, that was our rant on Santa. Um, but we have more. There's, we there's have more, more of a rant. you guys. We we're have gonna, more. We're going to go rant in a minute. But this is this is going to be for Patreons only. Yeah. Patreon subscribers only. This next part is for Patreon subscribers yeah, only. Yeah, so if you want to continue this conversation with us here on Christmas. Do you know what else we're talking about on for patrons only. We're talking about Elf on the fucking Shelf. We sure as fuck are. Yeah, because Elf on the Shelf is, well, fuck we'll, we'll that save, elf. well, yeah. Sorry, I won't, I won't even save that. I, I, I shared a picture tonight on Twitter, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, a picture of, like, some, like, chicken wing bones in the shape of, like, an elf with a little elf hat. Oh, my God. Only they were eaten, and it said, um, Santa, thanks for the elf. Cookies <laughs> help wash it down. You know? <laughs> something, like, something like that. And that that great. really describes my entire feelings on the situation. <laughs> but we will get into it more. If you subscribe to Patreon, it's only $2 a month at the lowest level. Yeah. You'll get to hear our extra little rant here. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know on average, an American spends like 30 bucks a month on just alcohol? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're only asking for like $2. You can probably find that laying outside your car if you just keep looking every day. Oh my God. So I'm just saying, you know, whatever. In your join, couch. Join us or don't, but it's 2 bucks a month, you know, and then you can get all the bonus episodes. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks guys for joining us for the Santa rant. And uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, over for the Elf on the Shelf rant here. Yep. Yep. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Well, this was just a teaser introducing our special bonus episode just for our Patreon members and our ACAST Plus subscribers. But how can listeners hear the entire episode? Visit us at patreon.com and become a member or subscribe on ACAST Plus. That's right. For as little as $2 a month on either platform, listeners can hear all our bonus material. That sounds like a great deal. Links are in the show notes. Go sign up now. 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.